Definitely you were like, well, I hope I was I hope, five years old. <laughs> I hope you was. <laughs> Damn, I just gave myself away. I was Jeez. not born. <laughs> Fuck, girl, bye. You act like you're old. Espérate, de eso no se habla. Por favor, you know what we were just talking about last week was like, don't talk about age. Yo, you're Let's, so complicated. Why are you so complicated? We'll talk about that on the podcast. Wow. So. So Bands, since please. we already started it, you already know what it is, your boy Ben, back on the podcast, episode 145. Hello. We here. What's going on? We got, we, we got Christina in house. We got a special guest. Deb. Hey, hey, I just came. Let's rewind. rewind. Get it right. You Let's know. rewind. We got special Let's guests. Rewind. Party with Rami in the motherfucking building. Yes. What up, Rami? What's going on? What up, though? I'm a tranquilo. All right. Okay, okay. We got a superstar in the building, so you know there's Skittles in the back, only purple. Um, (laughs) The lights are too bright, right? The lights are too bright. Next time, dim candles. What's your favorite scent of candle, Mm -hmm. if you had to choose one? Um, Mahogany from Bath and Body Works. (laughs) Okay. Smells like Mm. a a good-looking man. That's a specific one, too. I like what I like. You have... She had at the top of her I'm mad at you. That's a good scent. It's a really good scent. Um, The lighting is not bad. Señor, explícame. (laughs) Esto parece emergencia. (laughs) (laughs) Pero lindo. This is nice. I I like the new setting. It has good energy to it. We're just showing, you know? A little ambiance. I, I forgot to bring the, the dominoes. You know, the plant behind you gives like a little, it. gives it a little presence. Like we're in Jamaica or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's we're on the beach. Look, carpets the sand, the beach chairs. I, I forgot the dominoes. <laughs> okay, please don't amp it. You're a visionary. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I, we Dominicans, so the only Dominican, Dominican, Dominican. The only, the only thing that's missing is the uh, spaghetti. No. You know what? I'm not a fan you, of this. Wait, no. wait. Before you do that, please, because I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing. We have an itinerary. Don't get crazy. Okay? <laughs> Dominicans make the worst spaghetti. I'm back, baby. Wow. He do- <laughs> this is what he does, and I'm going to have to fire him. Whoa. They're cousins. I'm, I'm, Book of listen. Revelation, uh-huh. chapter 7, verses 16 and 17. Yes, sir. They shall mm. hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore. Preach, preach up. For God shall wipe away. Yes, sir. Every tear from the eye. Definitely. Episode 145 of the Sparkle Podcast. And I think we have some celebrating to do. We have a his- we're living in historical times right now. So you know I felt I felt God this weekend. We're here 
to celebrate the first black woman in Supreme Court justice. History has been made after all this time. It's crazy. It's alive. Vibes, the vibes. Welcome the to vibes. episode 145 of the Spark Up Podcast. This is Christina Sev, and we have a very good episode lined up for tonight. I'm excited. Me too, me too, me too, me too. Hello, everybody. What up? What's Hello. the vibe? I'm popping. What's everybody's I vibe like? I can't tell. Con I'm, <laughs> yo, I'm super lax. You're super lax? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. super sure. blessed. Super blessed. To like be around that. y'all. Oh. Ooh, wow, look you. at Look at the love. You got me blushing. I'm super Perfect. ready. Dice blushing, but espérate. How did we get there? Hey, yeah. <laughs> she no, said cause... blessed. <laughs> you said blushing. Dime. I'm blushing. She said to be with Estamos us. Entre familia, sí o sí. Claro que no sí. Blushing doesn't always mean like romantically. Oh, my bad. You know? You're right. You're actually right. I'm going to take the L, but I don't really take L's. You feel me? Period. Mm. Okay. What's your vibe like today? Clearly, you're in a silly mood. I love I love her vibe. This is she my, came in like listen. guns blazing. Period. <laughs> this is always my vibe, you know? Last time, it was a different vibe, but that wasn't real. This is real. This is the real? Thank sweating you. I'm actually dumb tired, believe it or not. You so know? you're delirious right now? No, mm. I'm just me and a thousand. <laughs> you said last time. Yes, we had an interview and it was cool, but my energy wasn't the same. And I was just like, nah, I owe you guys another one. Bring the closer here. to you. Bring the mic closer to you, please. My cerca Tempio. and this, this joint's gonna get excited. <laughs> Imagina, <laughs> Tengo la boca bonita. You're a mess. All right. So, what we, we're gonna talk about weekends. I don't have much. So if whoever wants to go first has something interesting to say about this weekend, about this past weekend, yeah, let's let the folks know what what. I feel like you could tell a lot about somebody by what they did on their weekend. That's Ooh. a strong statement. Is no? Nah? You mm. don't agree? Depende. Well, what did you do? This no, 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 no. Exactly. <laughs> no, we, no, no, no. Exactly. Let's start with sis, and then <laughs> I Mr. think you Blushing. do this. I think you do this. I do. I like that. Definitely. So this weekend I went to African Sunday. Okay. Mm. Ate the food. Ooh, so good. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jake and Marie. Okay. Um, you know, I enjoyed my enjoyed my time. I seen Regina. See yes, my sir. girl Regina. Regina Reggie. George. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got the, the reference. No, 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 no. Not that Regina. Got it. Not that Regina. Got it. My my girl, my girl that used to be at um Spark Up PVD. Yes, sir. She's, she's still here. She's I love still that. here. She's still and she's here right now. Reggie. Mm. I love you. Yep. Reggie Boo. And it was my girl's birthday, and we're just celebrating. It was cool. I feel like it gives baby shower vibes. Like, okay, them, but like, but like a loving family vibe. Like it's, it's cool. Like all I like love, that family, and yeah, that was my weekend. Just just chilling, just chilling, playing bingo. Playing bingo. My girl won two on her birthday. Hey, I was yeah. like, shout out to Miss Merrill. That shit was great, son. That's how everyone was saying that. Nah, let me hold the dollar. Imagine, and, and it was like, like a regular bingo game. You was winning like $100. I'm like, damn. 
Okay, that's not too Shit, bad. Go for a hundred dollars. Sounds right. Amazing, but like inflation. What is a hundred? Let's be honest. Oh, I know, right but now, if I'm winning a hundred, no, I'm taking. I, I'm running around. I'm like, peso. Yo me, right. Con un patelito, yo me salto. With one, wow, you're a lightweight. I could eat at least six patelitos. I I love her because I'm so American mm-hmm. and like. I'm, I'm you don't so, eat patelitos? So Amer- no, no. American as in like, I, I don't even be talking Spanish. Like, I don't really be talking Spanish Oh, like that. Okay, okay. I can't help it. No, but I love it. It Thank makes you. me, I'm like, damn, y'all need to stay in DR for like two years. Like, I don't, let me stay there. Two? because one is not enough. Let me stay there for two years and come right back. Like, that's the vibe she's giving me. Like, I need to go back to my mother. My she's country. giving you culture. She's proud. giving me culture, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to the motherland tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey. Wow, that's so funny. That sounds like a baby that hasn't even been born yet. <laughs> that's my niece. Oh, God. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, Rami, um, tell us about your weekend. I was going to say, Bands, what did you do? Because I know you love to talk about yourself, but yes, let's talk about Rami. I did not have an eventful weekend, believe it or not. I DJ Thursday, I DJ Friday. It sounds pretty eventful to me. No, that's cool. That's cool, right? But my weekend was more like uh, getting to the bag. Hey, We're going to leave it at that. Um, but it wasn't It DJ. sounds a little skimmerish. No, Cause. if I was a skimmer, <laughs> I wouldn't tell you. Um, but I was just, I'm, you know, I have trips coming up, mm-hmm. so making money. I have a little oh. little part-time ting. We're not going to talk about it here. We're going to talk about it offline. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was it. And honestly, I was just OD working and just trying to catch up on tings before I fly out mañana. Yeah, out here. Don't, don't Being an like entrepreneur, you. you need like three incomes. No, I'm so saying like you. multiple, several. But on one day there will be someone there that's gonna pay for everything and manifesting it. Sugar daddy, my patrocina, sponsors, investors. Sugar daddy. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, <laughs> moving on. Hey man. More sugar mama. Yo, it sounded like craziness in my headphones. <laughs> I like it. I think we sound dope. Yo, with so a capital D, A U. A U. Okay, Dan. Hey, yo. You know, my weekend was really relaxed. I didn't do much. Um, I did go to the R and B experience um, in Foxwoods, which was. Dope to see the stars of that like era yesterday, you know what I mean, and see them not so much in their real element, but to see them still performing and making money. Where, mm. so I have a, oh, I oh no, no, ask your question. No, 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 um, I just think it's it's dope because a lot of people after they, you know, they get out of the limelight, they lose the will to even go out and perform because it's hard you know and some crowds there's some tough crowds out there and this this crowd was amazing like the energy in the in the auditorium whatever you want to call it it was in foxwoods casino Um, i don't know if it's auditorium the vicinity it was pretty dope who was the one i was about to say um it was uh adina howard case um, 112. It sounds like a date night. Um, Gen 1. Gen 1 killed it. He killed it. Huh? He was by yourself. No, nah, I was, um, and hold on before I f- answer that. <laughs> um, no, I didn't go. I, oh, I actually ended up damn. working. Tan nervioso, tan nervioso el tipo, tan nervioso. And Jagged Edge. Okay, oh. Jagged Edge. Okay. okay and it was the original Jagged Edge, by the way. 
You There's know what I mean? Another no, nah, because one twelve was half one twelve. Oh it, yeah, it was. Um, so it was. Slim. Um, I forgot the other guy's name, but Slim was there, and he's not so slim. I mean, would it be anymore? Wow. So a lot, wow. a lot wow. of people is looking. No, 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 no bullshit. And this is no disrespect. You know, so respectfully, he's chubby. Re- respectfully, Chubbs. he's gained some weight. Okay. So he's not so slim no okay, more. Okay, but you don't have to And, and people was mad confused when. <laughs> yeah, was no, like, no, I'm seriously. They didn't recognize him? People, people didn't recognize him because he they had like, so much slim, more weight. Slim. <laughs> exactly. Slim ain't slim. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty pretty funny on that end. Wow, you know, God. A few, a few people was like, oh, he's not so slim no more. Like, that's all you've been hearing lately. Damn. Anybody that went to that show. But he, he did a great so job. So you showered them with love. Then you said Sh- hate. <laughs> no, 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 no hate. You know, just criticism. Tough uh, love. You know what I mean? That, bueno. Okay. Eh, <laughs> wow. So what I wanted to ask you, and mm-hmm. I'm going to ask y'all, right? Because I talked okay. about this on my Instagram story. Instagram story at party with Rami. Follow me. Hey. Um. For some reason, I woke up the other night or the other morning, and um, this song came to my mind. Papa coming over. Okay. They did perform that, by the way. Right. Banger. Even Mm -hmm. though the lyrics says something else, so I was like, "Yo, one twelve was fire." I went through all the hits, and then I thought about Jagged Edge, and Jagged Edge was fire too, but it didn't hit the same. So then I was like, "Love Jagged Edge or one twelve And I did like a little um. Vote thing on my story. Most people voted 112, but I had mad angry DM. Now you bugging this jagged edge versus on your Instagram live. First of all, I don't even have that many followers. We're not about to do verses. <laughs> they already had a verses, I think. Right, but I don't know. What y'all jacking? Because I think 112. 112. Thank you. But I think jagged edge had it like depends. a popping song that like people still play at the at the wedding. Like, let's get I, married, obvio. I feel like y'all are sleeping on that. No, nah, yeah, definitely sleeping. I think. <laughs> oh, well, your bias, um, Mr. Slimming Slim. Hey, oh, I'm not so slim myself, so I'm I'm happy to say so that. You, by the way, <laughs> just saying, um, did lose a lot of weight lately, so okay. you know, pat on my back. Shout out to you, um, yeah. sexy back. Isn't ready for Broad Street in the summer? Hey, hey nah, 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 Broad Street. My favorite spot to show off. I'm, I mean, <laughs> my my goal, my goal in the future is to get right for Palm Beach. Fuck Broad Street. Hey. No, no, no disrespect. I love my hood. You know what I mean? But I'm looking past Broad Street, past Rhode Island. Um, Are you done with yeah. your weekend recap? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all took yeah. it somewhere else. So. No, you do. I, I just, I just added my... Do not. Uh-uh. <laughs> I am the guest um, here. One, one thing I do want to say before we continue. Mm-hmm. Um, right. summer, summer is coming. Mm-hmm. So everybody, please, let's, you know, respect each other. Let's, you know, keep the violence down. Um... It's warming up, you know what I mean? And in in a lot of places we're gonna see people, you know, beefing. Leave the beef. If you beefing with somebody, you're fighting the wrong fight already. Mm. You missed out. If you're fighting for a block, you're fighting the wrong block. I mean the wrong fight. Let's keep the violence down. Let's keep it peace. You know what I mean? And uh rest, that's for peace. Rest in peace all the young boys, play. man. For real. That's it. That's for real. No, that's true, because it, when it gets hot so do the minds and the bodies and everybody's outside just up to no good mm-hmm. and you know it's we lose somebody we know every summer every literally. summer and if not somebody we know is somebody or, that knows somebody or even just one day that gets hot it's like boom everybody's the shorts the chocolates you know I mean? you know so let's let's try to get along someone just actually recently passed um there was a shooting in front of wonderland and um rp to him 
where oh, you seem very loved peace, by Angelo. people. Rest in peace, Angelo. Rest in peace. He seemed very loved by people. I saw that today. I didn't know who he was. But yes, rest in peace and prayers and our condolences to his family and friends Mm -hmm. and whoever's listening that knew who he was. Word. But yes, that was a very uh, left turn, but necessary. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> my boy's you know, an activist. <laughs> hey, you know I've he's you for know, the people. He's not for the streets. You heard facts, facts for sure. We appreciate, you know, appreciate. In my lifetime, I've lost over ten personal friends. Like you know, when I start seeing this, I try to remind everybody, like yo, it's really not that deep. You don't need to go that far. You you know, you're trading your your life. For this one incident That's not worth it mm-hmm. You know what I mean If you if you look at it that way You'll stay out of trouble Word Word Alright so uh, I'm, I'm sorry for killing the energy By the nah, way Nah the energy's no, no, back no, no, up no, no, If it's not then it's not You heard There's no such Cause I could just do this Real quick I could just throw on this back Hello Alright Alright pizza my niggas Okay Yes sir And we're back Energy so we might as well just jump right into the culture shock since I did have this queued up because I'm thinking about Kentanji Jackson Brown right now. Yes, yes. But before we do that, I want to give a shout out to Sarah and Derek from Distant Relatives who mm. had a pop-up shop on, pop-up shop on Friday at the CIC. And I got my little bracelet from them. These little stuff, stones, not little gadgets, they come from Africa. They come right from Africa. So That's everything right. they have is one of one. And once they make, they don't make like multiple mm-hmm. things of one design. It's like one of one. So that was dope. And um, yeah, I met some new people over there. And it was just nice out on Friday. Took my daughter. We went through the pedestrian bridge. And did y'all know that the pedestrian bridge is dedicated to a black man? I no, I don't know, know where that, that joint is. What, who's that black man? And we should. His know name him. is Michael. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so forgive me for butchering it. Listine, Leston, the Le- Liston, I think. The CCRI campus on the south side. He founded that. It was another. It was something else before that. He was also an activist. He was a basketball player. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. We he did that. a lot of things. He was very, very involved in the community. So shout out to his family and anybody who knows who that is because I just found out and I was blown. And I just I, found out too. And yes, I want to give a. You his got name it? is Michael S. Van Lestine. Right, it's hard to say that last name. Listine, shout out to him, and I'm I'm kind of disappointed. We, I don't really I don't know him, He's right? Isn't that man. fucked up? And he died in 2019. And so. he founded yeah, the CCRI campus. You said, mm-hmm. yo, That's shout out good. to him. We need, we need a statue, right. dead ass. That's a good idea. They Start were talking. The they, they were asking who should we get a statue of in place of Columbus. That's a good one. Yeah, onto something. I like your style, kid. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Ashley Reyes and Olivia hey girl. for hey. their Give on the Go. It was a community event to put together essential kits for the homeless <coughs> community. And it was sponsored by Redline Period, which is this initiative in Rhode Island that uh, they donate pads and tampons to schools for, uh, you know, girls who can't afford it or you know, it's your first time getting your period and you're in school and sometimes the school doesn't provide it. So they go around and they donate pads and um, tampons to those in need. So shout out right. to Redline Period. That's wonderful. Yeah, that doing God's work. No, dead ass. And uh, another shout out to Sadie. I love Sadie. Hey. Hey. Why am I 
um, who turned a Sunday into a Saturday real quick. <coughs> and lastly, I want to give a shout out to Jasmine from Bliss RI. She has her own party supply uh, rental business, I guess you can call it. And if you've seen like a wall that says... Uh, I don't know what it says, but it's, you could put champagne glasses on it. Oh, you yes, could put I shot. Seen you girl. seen that wall before? Yeah. Popping. That's her. I met her. Dope. She's really dope. And yeah, that's all that I have. That's all the shout outs that I have. So I guess we can just jump right into the culture shop. Like I said, we are celebrating Kentanji. I feel like I can't see your face and it's annoying me. But it's okay. Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson, who becomes the first black woman on the Supreme Court. She is now an associate justice of Supreme Court. Any member of the Supreme Court other than the chief. No, the Supreme Court is the associate justices. No, the associates <laughs> justice of Supreme Court. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, riddle. I'm like you. trying to understand. I'm like... like the <laughs> Yo, uh, she did not get sworn in for you to mess up like this. I mean, I wasn't sworn sworn in, so I am not the professional here. She is clearly, uh, but it's any member of the Supreme Court other than the Chief of Justice is what I meant to say. And Obama nominated her to her first judicial role in federal district court in dc so shout out to obama for really having an eye and knowing what's oh, up busy. And, and putting her in the position to where she's at today and you know it's crazy because when she was doing her when she was going through her whole process did any of y'all watch that I yeah I did. i'll be honest i've seen, seen bits and pieces i, I saw her. anything i'm sorry it's okay. It's all right. So you know right now, girl. they basically tortured her, disrespected her, threw a lot of personal stuff at her. They tried to break her down. They didn't want her to win at all. They did. They were like treating her as if she wasn't qualified. <laughs> it was really weird. It was, it was the strange. worst, weirdest confrontation ever. When you ever. say they. White people. Got the it. Senates. The Senates. The I congregation. Did, I did see one clip of Cory Booker. I was um, congratulating her. Yeah. Congratulating her. I definitely her. seen and, that. And it was a black man that was congratulating her. Let okay. me tell you something about Mr. Cory Booker. First of all, I think he ran for president. I'm not sure as an independent party in the last uh, run. But the way he spoke to this woman, because the Senate's had their last words, right? And so he wrote something so beautiful down for her. I was in shambles when I heard that. The way he talked to her, he told her that she was a, a symbol of hope, that America will be better because of her. And send he the was, link, send the link. Give he was just, I, I was going to play a clip of it right here. And it was just so beautiful to see a man show a black woman that respect in a time like this that she's in right now. So Where she's getting eaten alive yes. by these white folk. And she was crying. Like, she could feel his energy because he was pretty emotional himself but you're gonna play the clip yeah I'm, I'm looking for it and i cannot find it but she deserves all the praise i can't believe that we are still in a time where we're still seeing first black this first black that i'm like how i mean i can believe it her being black and a woman she goes against everything everything that's what they did not want her in in the no. supreme court at all she she didn't she's win gonna by change, much. She's gonna change just her being there. She's gonna change everything. Mm -hmm. Oops, Shaka comes. And can you believe like when she actually was like sworn in? Half the Republicans, half of the 
Republicans just walked out. As mm-hmm. they're congratulating her, mm-hmm. they walked out. Yeah, like that's, they, that shows. They just show that they didn't stand with her. They're very. And they want to get rid of race theory in school, but it's like we like this is clearly like we're seeing exactly, it. exactly because it's like how much more qualified does she need to be for this position? She did it all, literally all the steps that it took mm-hmm. to get to that position. She checks off every box and then some, and then then you're like treating her like. She don't know what she's talking about. And then they try to bring up the child pornography stuff. They try to bring Jesus. up. Well, she didn't do child pornography. No, was, Let me was not clarify that. <clears throat> but like the way she handled cases when she was at a lower level as a judge. And I'm like, I just don't recall this being so hard for white people. I've never seen a, a nomination go that long. I've never seen that. I don't remember. It'd be so torturous. Like yeah. it was really had on the spot. Like if she really did like cr- commit a crime. Yeah, they were coming at her like she wasn't the, that girl. Disrespecting her. No, she is that woman. She really <laughs> Hello. is. Hello. But I found the clip here. I'm gonna play a little bit of the stuff that Cory Booker was saying to Judge Kentanji Jackson Judge, Brown. After me, only five to go. <laughs> <laughs> but sit back for a second because uh, I don't have questions right away. I actually have. A number of things I, I just want to say because this has been uh, not a surprise, given the history that we all know. Not a surprise, but uh, perhaps a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, some of the things that have been said in in this hearing, uh, the way you have dealt with some of these things. Um, that's why you are a judge and I am a politician because you have sat with grit and grace and have shown us just extraordinary. Uh, demeanor uh, during the times where people were saying things to you that are actually out of the norm. I had to go up dais uh, to ask some of my more senior colleagues. I'm going to forward it to the other nice stuff because he goes into a deep rant about the stuff that the news said. You got a brother, not just an officer, who went to her. You know, when when she was getting to the floor of the Senate, the senators could yell. I should have wrote down the time frame, but he goes on to talk to her about Harriet Tubman and how proud the ancestors would be and all the sacrifice that he knows she made to get there because she's a mom too. And also he brought up, which I thought was so crazy when he was like, you know, if it wasn't for black people fighting for rights, she wouldn't even be mar- uh, be able to marry her husband. Her husband is a white man. Mm. And I was like, that's crazy. He said that was only one generation ago. That was in mm-hmm. 1965 that that became years. legal. Isn't that crazy, yo? I was just sitting here watching this and all. Like, how are we living in 2022 and y'all still living ass backwards? It's taken a long time to do a lot of stuff. But anyway. She's going to change the world. She, yes. And I'm looking forward to it. And so, yeah, congratulations to Judge Kentanji Brown-Jackson. The first black woman on the Supreme Court. Major, major, major. Definitely. But now we move on to somebody who has no goddamn shame. And I said, God, G-O-T, not God. Mm -hmm. Um, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are engaged again. They were engaged the first time in 2002, and they broke up in 2004. And then in 2021, they got back together after Ben Affleck was married to Jennifer Garner from 2005 to 2018. And they have three children together. Children. And now they're getting married again. What do we think? Love is love. Digan lo que digan, okay. I think it's um very difficult to be in uh, um status and find love. Mm. I think that's why she, you know, you be seeing her love life. 
I think it's but very difficult. We? I don't know if it's genuine. We don't we don't really know, but I think it's very difficult. I think that life is lifestyle is very fast. I like that you said that because a lot of people are so quick to call her a hoe. No. And I'm like, that's crazy because some of y'all have the same. She getting married. I don't know why hoe gets married like that. She got rings. But I was going to say, I don't know. I don't know what hoe got that. Some girls have the same amount of bodies as she has and they're half her age. So that's all I got to say. Listen. Don't throw rocks from a glass house. I just hate, I just hate like we always got to go straight to the bodies. Like, why does it matter? Why does it matter? People have been saying that. My girl, my girl gets rocks in the, on her hands. Like she is that one. She's that girl. I know. She made like four men fall in love. More than that. No, what you mean? When she was with Casper, I was like, damn, J-Lo got the, (laughs) well, who? She got that good, good. Casper, that was buenísimo. (laughs) And Casper was what? 15 years, 10 years younger than her? Yeah, that's true. He is much younger. Yeah, he was fire. But, Drake um, almost put a ring on her. At the end of Drake, the day, do it doesn't... Him? I just want to go back to the body count because even the girl that cooks for you and works a nine-to-five would do it to you, too. Do what to you? Like, just have a lot of bodies. Can we not talk well, about body count? Well, well, I you know, I'm but, just but saying. Even at, but even we're talking about cooking. Because the thing is that people would, would, would jump to the gun and say, oh, she got so many bodies. But it's usually those regular people. The thing is, you know I what think I'm saying? Like nobody's looking at the. I think it, if someone does have a lot of bodies and someone that don't, it don't matter. Right. That's, For sure. That's to them. Like, you know. You know, but it's that's lame the, that people got to go there. I think, no, I think the more important conversation to have is sexual health, right? Are you taking mm-hmm. care of yourself? Right. Right. Definitely. And if we want to go down that road, which I don't think we want to go down that road, um, that's a different conversation. But bodies, numerical shit, that shit really doesn't matter. Yeah, it does not matter um, at all. But I wanted to ask because they obviously were separated for long and she married Mark Anthony after that was with Casper and then with Alex Rodriguez who she was so also cute engaged together. I love that. Yo, I thought they were I thought they I thought, I thought it was, was so for adorable. Her. And she jumped right back on but my, see, my my uh, question uh, uh, is 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 do y'all think that this means that they're soulmates? Do you believe in soulmates? And let's make this quick. I know that's a deep question. I do, but quickly, I believe in soulmates. You do. I do believe that you can have maybe more than one soulmate in your lifetime. More than one? I yeah. never heard that. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you can have like a twin flame, whatever the fuck they call it. Um, I think you can have a soulmate that brings different sides out in you and it's going to make you be a certain way. And we've seen her with multiple men mm-hmm. and we've seen her be happy. But the way I see her glow with Ben Affleck has been different with A-Rod. But, but I feel like we saw both. her glow with A-Rod too. I still think it's different though. Like, you're like a gringo and then she's with a Dominican. It's still different than the other day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's really up to what her preference is. But I do want to say, and then we're going to keep it moving, um, give everyone a chance. I think J-Lo is a perfect example of self-love. You know what I'm saying? Because we could say you're talking about how many rings and she's been dating. She's never settled. Let's talk about it. She's never settled. And I, yeah. feel, like, I feel like a lot of women and or men or, you know, whatever you're into, would just stay in something because of the years or because of the narrative. Fuck the narrative. It's all about happiness mm-hmm. and self-love. And we could say whatever you want. She got money. She's glowing. Mm-hmm. And, and she's not no I, bum bitch. Exactly. From what I can Period. see, she takes care of her family. And that's what matters to me. So yeah. shout out to y'all. That's perfect. Actually, we can move on. Because <laughs> you said it all. Uh, 
Ciara just put out an announcement that she is having baby number three. Hey. My favorite number. She's hey. having really. Yeah. She's having a baby with Russell, of course, her husband. And they're cute. They're cute together. They're so cute. I like them. They just had a well. They didn't just have a baby, but they had a, a baby girl in 2017, and of course, they have baby future with them from her previous relationship with future with fuck boy with fuck i was gonna say that was so tempted oh but the guys love coming after me um future i love you though what's up <laughs> there was a whole twitter battle and people going ham on social media because they were calling russell um, a square a square yes it's good guy versus bad guy corny versus cool good guys finish last all that bullshit talk right so what do you, I want to go to the ladies first and then we'll get the man's perspective. Dale. Deb, what do you think about that? People feeling like... I feel like when you give people a chance to talk, they're going to talk bullshit. <laughs> like, definitely, definitely. <laughs> like, I feel like some people are not in positions to speak. Mm. It'd be broken men that be talking. Wow, let's talk about it. Perfect. It's, it's first like, oh, she can't be dating that guy. She needs to be... Dating someone that's better than her, and then she dates Russell Wilson, who's, who's a stand-up dude, Word. and now he's a and square handsome. And, and handsome and got money. Okay, and now he's a corn. Now he's a corny dude. Now he's a square. It's weird. It's like you can never make these men happy. Yeah, it is very weird. And I like that's why men and mics don't work. I like like that. microphones. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're Word. always loud and wrong and all the people. time. Very, very they're loud. So confident. And very wrong. And wrong literally like because i was having this conversation with a friend of mine who <clears throat> swears i hate future and i'm team like i'm not team anything i just know right from wrong Word. and so future everybody knows has this personality or not this personality but a reputation of a bad dude like he just be fucking around and that's fine live your life um but then also to have the conversation in the same breath that Russell Westbrook is too like clean, like goody two shoes. It's like but y'all was talking shit about future, but but now it's a problem that she's with Russell. It's like what do you want women to do? What do you want us to do? We date the fuck boys, you say that's why you're always getting your heart broken because you be fucking around with these niggas that ain't shit. And now when we get a good guy, it's like, oh, but he's corny though. Como que era malo. I'm like, but how is he corny? Como que era malo. He's not corny. He got money. Next. <laughs> Next. I just, and also, women, stop enabling these fuckboys. Because really, that's what it is. Not me. That's not you, but general. You know what I'm saying? Yo me tengo que quedar callada. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's other men, like, <clears throat> praising these other men to speak. Like, allowing them to talk like this. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what talk show was this that the, that dude was talking the about? The dude Russell? with the dread, nah? Yeah, was he a yeah. football player? Or something, I don't mm -hmm. know. The podcast? Well, he got his head knocked way too many times. So oh, hey, you don't yo. even know. <laughs> Talk yeah. No, that was the, the podcast though, where he brought it up, where he was like, he's a square. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird to me. I just I just think And if he is, so what? Yo, you square, okay? Fuck, you a circle. Like, I don't know. <laughs> the fuck? I'm a square, That's okay? what I'm saying. Like, okay, he's, a, he's corny. So what? I don't think he's corny. I think he's a decent dude. I think, first of all, we don't know. We don't even people. know him to say I that he's know. corny either, well, though. Might, We're speculating, you know, of the, course. Right. In the crib, he might be that ah, ah, Sierra. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he might be that but guy. What I do know from the outside looking in, he respects his woman. Period. He loves his woman. Mm -hmm. He takes care of his kids. Three. So, as far and, as I'm concerned. And futures. Right. 
And he don't got and, other seven um seven broken homes. Right. And I just feel like a lot of y'all dudes out there need to take notes. En vez de estar hablando, pila de vaina, take notes. Y'all should be squares too. <laughs> Maybe being square is nice. Maybe being square is cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's turn that around. Bands, what do you think about that? Because you're a, um I wouldn't call you a square at all, but you're I'm a stand up dude. Yeah, I, I would say so. I don't know. You tell me. You know me. I just Since said I would say so. You give okay. me rectangle vibes. Um, <laughs> Sphere. Uh, what Triangle, do I think? Hexagon. I mean, it's it's that comment, I think, was coming from a place of ego. Hmm. Ego. You know, a lot of men like to measure dicks. Wow. Well, Jesus. Period. Pause. Like, Perfect. literally. That's why some men would say, oh, look at my truck. It's sitting higher than yours or... You know, like little things like that. There's always a competition. Men like that don't get too far in life. That's a fact. You know what you I, know what I mean? That's it, the best thing you said all day, it's, all night. It's, it's also, it also comes from childhood traumas it and could. stuff that people do to people to belittle them. So now when they get fame and money, they think they're a lot bigger than somebody. And now, you know, this guy's a square. You're categorizing people. Yeah, but everybody, everybody got a moment that they're square. You know, everybody got both sides. Everybody on. got square moments. You know, yeah. for sure. <laughs> if if you ain't never square. been a square, you ain't real. Um, no one it, ever called me a square. And, and likewise, if you ain't ever <laughs> been, he might be onto something. No, I am onto something because I could tell you, I had square moments that got me to better places than when I was in the streets. I'm going to tell you Hold right on. now, square me. Ruben, someone called you a square? Hey, I don't... Someone I don't, called you a square? Honestly, I don't Let me know who the fuck called you a square. Listen, Let's listen. see what the Urban Dictionary he's says. He's Hold on. on. No, no. He's let me say this. Square. He said being a square is cool sometimes. <laughs> listen, yeah. a square yeah. is defined as unexciting, unadventurous, <laughs> mainstream, or dull, generally used in describing a person with such attributes or who plays it safe. Historically derived from a person whose goal in life is to have three squares a day, a roof over his head, a respectable job, a house, 2.5 kids, etc. Damn, they kind of like a 2.5 kids. So basically, oh, and also life. proper, decent, straightforward, acceptable, even. And um, it goes on. But yeah, so it doesn't sound terrible to me. I don't I don't. Sometimes you know? I feel like I do have square days now that you're saying this. <laughs> and I read that the definition. Like, yo, like if you if like a if regular you, this basically you're living your regular, regular life. Regular you're life. not gonna yeah. be the tough guy every fucking day. Not, not even that. Not. Or the cool or the cool guy. I'd rather be a square. You know, than every a cool guy got dull moments. <laughs> what? Future is a crackhead. Oh, okay, wow. you know what? Let's, let's move let's on. Like, <laughs> like, no matter how much money you got, you, you play both sides. Word. That's it. Square things. So recently, T.I., I don't know if y'all have heard, but he has been uh, trying to take on this new path. He's definitely not a square, right? Because he's doing adventurous things. He wants to be a comedian out of nowhere now. And yes. <laughs> and he's dead ass trying to pursue this. Bendito. And he was at a comedy show with this comedian named Lauren Knight. And I guess she's a new upcoming comedian. I've never heard of her. That's not no shade. So I guess she made a joke about the allegations that, you know, the rumors of him and his wife that were floating around. And he snatched the mic from her. Disrespectful. And very. Will Smith did it. No, but listen. You see the domino effect? No. 
Don't do that. Hold right on. After. Wait. You see, I think that gave people the balls. <laughs> Let to me do get that. this off. Please. The cojones. Mm-hmm. Let me get this off. We're gonna we are going to get to that. But I don't know. I just I'm gonna play a clip and you guys tell me what you think of this it audience. Is nothing to charge me for. Or you And then <laughs> she did it. Then he, she gets on stage and she starts to talk. You know, she starts to say like, "This is a comedy show, and you know, like Dude. niggas come for heads, and this is a joke, and this is my time, and this is my microphone." Respect he snatched shit. the microphone from her, and then he went up on stage and was like holding her, telling her to shut the fuck up in her oh, ear. No, no, no. And you can hear her saying, but "Yo, don't tell me to shut the fuck up. This is my show. I'm a comedian." And I say what I want when I'm on this stage. And he was like, I bet you you won't. And he was sat by the stage and watched the rest of her thing by the stage. Nobody kicked him out. Nobody escorted him. Nobody even defended her. And he was just like total disrespect. To me, this is worse than what Will Smith did. And time and time again, people come for his defense. And people say, oh, nah, because he's a legend. Oh, nah, but uh, what you know about that was the greatest in 2000. No. This is unacceptable behavior. And and this just makes his allegations seem way more true. I just feel like that's just weird behavior. If you you feel like it's a comedy show, one, this is so I understand. This is not the Oscars, so it's totally different. So Mm -hmm. we're making jokes over here. Like you thought you was you was you was not going to get cracked on. Like you got masked up. We could make fun of you of like. Mm hmm. And after the sexual allegations, his you know he kind of went downhill after that. He did, mm-hmm. and and like how he's acting like that is true. Those allegations are true because if it, if it weren't true, you won't be acting like an ass like that. It's like okay, I understand that you might be fed up and you're offended because really Ti has never been unfavored. Like he's kind of always been favored, even through the gun mm-hmm. charges and all that. Like there's never really been too much dirt on their name, so I can understand. How he would be like, yo, what the fuck? Stop talking about that shit. But at the same time, he didn't do it really. He didn't do it smooth. Yeah, that smooth. you weren't smooth about it. You, he owns a, he had a, his own show, music producer. He recently quit podcasting. Oh, he quit it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think was, he's going through it. What was his show he, called? Um, expeditiously. Yeah, expeditiously. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay, yeah, sure. If you want to say it that way, but there is a T.I. in that word. (laughs) (laughs) But he was also at the Barclays Center this past weekend, and he was booed. And when he started getting booed, he was like, oh, y'all must have forgot who I am. DJ Envy, cut that on. And then they cut his music on. And then everybody's like, da! (laughs) And And I think the question for me is like, do we allow him the space to try this new comedy thing? You have to, but... The way he's coming into the game, it makes it bad for comedians. Like what you mean? Because you are coming into a space that's not yours and you're telling them, oh, you know who I am mm. in their space? Like, you know, that's like me going into your house and telling you my refrigerator start taking shit out and you tell me something or make a comment of it. And I'm like, no, what the fuck? You know who I am? Yeah. You're going to be like, what the he's fuck? He's very entitled. 
yeah, he needs to practice so, some more. You like, know what I mean? A comedy show supposed to be funny. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're there to have you're fun and laugh. You're way you know too I mean? serious right now. And if you're too serious at a comedy show, you shouldn't even be anywhere on that ticket. I don't you know. know. Just <sighs> keeping it real. I'm torn in between because I'm turned off by this moment he had with this comedian. But at the same time, it's... I think I know what's going on with T.I. I'm going to give him a psychological analysis, even though I'm not a therapist. You could tell a lot by someone's hairstyle. I was just about to say, you literally took the words out of my mouth because Trey Songz has been acting up since he grew his hair, too. Mm. And I'm not trying to connect hair to crime and anger and aggressiveness. We're not doing that because white people do that to black men all the time. So you're saying short hair makes you a square? No. (laughs) No, because Russell Westbrook... Not Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson grew his hair. But let me finish my thought, please. I just feel like ever since the allegations started, he's kind of spiraling. Like, he's going through it. And now he's like, well, let me jump in comedy. Let me do podcasts. And let me do this. And it's like, nothing's kind of sticking. And I feel like he's kind of going through a midlife crisis where he's like, damn, where is my career going? And obviously, maybe music doesn't excite him anymore because just keep doing music. He was putting out music. It's bad. (laughs) No, 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 no. Hold, hold His new up. music? His, his last music album was actually really good. Yeah, actually. I wasn't aware of... Yeah, his last album was actually I pretty heard, fire. I heard a song and it wasn't it. Wasn't it. He's a different T.I. now, that's all. But it it wasn't trash music. But uh, can you play it for us? Can I'll we play be, it for us. Can after. we be the judge of that? Mm. Sure, some other time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this morning, Pusha T and Charlamagne the God put out an interview. Did any of y'all watch it? I did not. Oh, it was so good. It was good. I heard he was crying. He, he was. Oh. He was crying. Push your tea. Push your tea. I mean, but, you know, what? losing your parents would do that. I'm going to go through some of the bullet points that I have here just from what I took from it. Uh, first of all, let's talk about Pusha T's longevity. Like, he's been in the game since what? 98, mm-hmm. 97? Um, Grinding came out 2000-ish. 2000. So, yeah. So, around that time and... To see him grow and still be able to make good music based off cocaine, that's impressive. <laughs> like For this sure. nigga never changes his content. I don't know if he ever. was a drug dealer or he's the no, user. He's, he says he he was out there. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> don't do that. He's definitely his he, brother is a user. His brother was a, literally an addict, and he had to. He go talks to about it so much. I'm like, is he? <laughs> Is he, is he pushing this You know what's funny? It? Because Charlemagne asked him about that because mm-hmm. he was talking about how he was in the studio with Pharrell and Pharrell's pushing him to make a different sound. And Charlemagne was like, well, to make a different sound, wouldn't you have to change the content? And he's basically like, no. So he's going to keep rapping mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. cocaine in short words. Yes. But I don't know. He's been doing a lot of press, so I am looking forward to this album. But the part he was crying about was because he lost his parents four months apart. His mom died and then his father died four months later or vice versa. And he asked them about that. And it was right in the middle of the interview. Mm -hmm. Like you could tell, like literally after that, the interview takes off. It's amazing after that. And he talks about his parents and he asked him like how he's grieving with it. And he's like, yo, you know, actually, it just makes me feel good that I was good with them. Like, we had a good relationship. There's no bad blood. So, for when him... When did pass? When? Yeah. Last year, I think oh, it was. Yes. Oh, for... Mm-hmm. Yeah. During COVID? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It was not last year. It was 2020. Um, He said um, Donda was dropping. 
or something like that. Okay, so last year. So, yeah, so he, I don't know, I think it was just so beautiful to hear the way he spoke about his parents. We never really get too personal with Pusha mm-hmm. T. Like, we get the cocaine bars mm-hmm. and we'll get the him beefing with Drake and, like, shit like that. But I feel like that was really, really, like, we got to see him for real. Facts. And I love the way Charlemagne handled it and he gave him that space to be vulnerable and like it's okay to cry and just because you're a man and you're tough and you know all the other stuff that we mm-hmm. were talking about like with the future and russell conversation is like you know you needed that he needed that moment i feel like especially that question human. from a black man mm-hmm. from one black man to the next doing such an important interview like that Word. it was important to bring that up <clears throat> and for us to see Pusha T like that but he was also talking his motherfucking shit he said don't get it twisted because the pen is still crazy and I love that about him. He has layers, and we get to see that now. I feel so and, blessed. And he's a fan of the the art. Yeah, very much so. You know, yeah. um, oh, my bad. Mm. Um, I watched Remy's interview on Drink Champs, and I loved it. Mm. I think I should watch it. It was good. I haven't so finished it, but I think she's mad funny. She's hilarious. Hilarious. Shout out to you, Remy. Love you. Um, I, I think the interview was very good. One thing I did take away from it. That Charlemagne didn't want to get into the beef. He wanted to talk about Pusha T. Mm. He's not messy. A lot of people would go for the messy. And I think Charlemagne took more the mental health, more of like, how are you? Mm -hmm. How is Pusha T? How has he evolved from what we've seen before? Yeah. You know, so I think that's... But I also think that... Like, we already heard the Drake and Pusha T beef story a it's million old. times. And Kanye and Drake made up. So he actually asked him about that and how he felt, like, about Kanye. And he said that he was hurt by him wearing the the Make America Great Again hat. Mm-hmm. And I think it was so interesting. Like, you could tell he wanted to really say that nigga's fake and I, I can't fuck with him. Like mm-hmm. it was giving that, but he loves that. him so much, and he respects him so much. And he, his influence is so strong, and his influence is so strong. And he also talked about how he didn't say this, but what I took from it was that he was basically saying like Kanye was kind of treating him like. Well, he said it in his mm-hmm. words. He was like, "We're not a team. Y'all work for me." Yeah. And this whole time, Pusha T's loyal to him like we're a team. Like I thought mm-hmm. we was in this together. And then Kanye made him feel like, nah, we're it's not really what you think it is. It did the same thing to Big Sean. And he's mm-hmm. done that to so many people. And then he talked about how um Kanye's like their families are intertwined. Like Kanye's kids go to church with his with his grandmother or his aunt or somebody mm-hmm. in the family. They do church together. They be going to each other's house. His mom loved Kanye. I'm like, yo, they have a really deep, deep relationship. I have a love and hate um, relationship with Kanye because he does stuff like that. To Don't people we all who respect him? And it just be weird. Like Kanye, yeah. Kanye been through a lot, man. But, but you know, everybody does things like that. Not not on that level of Kanye, but you know, we have we have family members that. Sometimes we don't like their ways, you know what I mean? No, but I feel like he outs people that, like, respect him and, like, show loyalty. Okay. What he did to Big Sean was disrespectful. Yeah, that was disrespectful. disrespectful. Same thing Pushy T T explaining that. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like when we could respect the person, but once fame and money comes, they change. Yes. That changes everything. I think it depends Mm -hmm. on the person, but I agree with you. And I feel like it changed him. We've seen him coming up. We we, we loved him, but... yeah. It changes. Those things change. I mean, you know, for being honest too, like mental health is a real thing. And yeah. 
we've seen the progression within mm-hmm. that with him and we don't know exactly how he's taking care of himself or mm-hmm. if he even is. You know, we I just, don't think he is at all. Right. No. So I'm not making excuses for Kanye. Um, I just think it's it's very like it's a multifaceted thing when it comes to him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and lastly, I just wanted to point out too. Because Charlamagne pointed out a line where he compared himself to Martin Scorsese, which is like obviously one of the greatest directors of all time. And he was like, okay, so you're, but movies are fiction. So are you saying your bars are fiction? Mm-hmm. He pulled up on him with the, Ooh. such a good question. And he was like, actually, music is real. And what I say is real come from a real space. But at the same time, this is art. And music is supposed to be a reflection of life or just, you know, something. That roots from basically is based on true events. <laughs> it's Story, not based on a true story, is what he was saying. But yeah, so I don't know what that album is gonna sound like after this because Pharrell produced it. Fire. Kanye, Kanye got a Kanye got production on there too. He worked with a bunch of different producers. He said Ningo and um Ningo from Neptunes also had a word. piece in it. That's so fire. It's pretty dope. One thing I did find interesting is that how he said that he had to beg Kanye for this one beat. Mm, and then he said, yo, and then he was like, yeah, and I I played the beat for him and he wanted to lay down a verse. And mm-hmm. I told him the song didn't really need a verse, but he laid it down anyway. And I was like, yo, they beefing, they, they beefing uh-huh. low key. Well, he's mad at him because he's out of control, but that's also like family. So, so what you were saying, mm-hmm. like is it's complicated when you love somebody and they're acting the fuck up. It's like, how do I control this? I can't. But yeah, so we move. I'm excited for the Pusha T album. I don't know what it's going to sound like. But has he really failed us ever? Not really. I feel I like mean, Pusha T, what are you going to say? Daytona? No, Daytona. I love Daytona. I just fell short. Okay. But you know who did come through with a new song? <laughs> uh, your boy, Jesse Smollett. He's back in Yo. this motherfucking street. Oh, he's. Is out of jail? Oh, yeah, he's been, he's been out of jail. He didn't he even was, last a week. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I pay attention. He had his grandma out on the front, front line for him to get him out. Wait, you only Actually, did a week, did I? Yeah, not even, I think. Two I thought, days. I thought he had to do like 30 days or 60 days. He was supposed to do a year, and they fought for him, and he's out now. He's a free man. <laughs> he just took a lot of public embarrassment. Listen, I'm actually his whole career is kind of messed up. Like he can't. I feel like he black, can redeem himself. I think he'll be blacklisted for a little while. For a little while, but he. I just don't know what the fuck is the truth when it comes to that story. Like I don't nobody, know only believe. God knows the truth. But you know what he has to do? Just put out a banger, and I everybody mean, will forget. Drop the song, please. I'm gonna drop the song. I like it personally. Let's okay, before it. you go, what kind of genre is this? He's R&B. R&B pop. Okay. R&B pop. The name of the song is Thank You, right? Thank You, God. Thank You, God. My heart was broken And I ain't never really know how I'ma ever begin To properly put it together again When life gets stolen and you're looking all around trying to figure it out Why your world seems to be coming to an end no, no. But then you see That ain't your friend I think it gets better as it progresses But 
I've always been a fan of Jesse Smollett, so, so I might be biased. Well, actually, the song's not terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's giving it's an empire. Like, it is yeah, for it sure, for sure. But that's I pop. mean, but that's also because we know him from Empire. Had he not been from Empire, we probably wouldn't say the same. Well, how do we know they didn't shape the music around his style of music? Because he worked closely mm. to Timbaland. I didn't Timbaland. know he made music. Beats. Yeah, he's a really good artist. His sister's an artist, too. They're all actresses mm-hmm. and actors. No, his sister's a singer. No, she's an actress. Oh, I'm confused. G, uh, Junie? Yeah, never mind. I'm, no. I think that's her name. But yeah, I like the song. I'm not mad like at it. it. I didn't like the end. When, when he starts doing poetry? He was talking that talk, though. He was talking that talk, but I didn't like it. He got See, his I, I, I didn't need it with this song. He did wrong by God, and now he wants to sing about him. Oh come on! I mean, by but, lying, but, lying. He wants us to, you know, be back with him. You know, like, but it was just that that whole situation is weird. It is very. It, weird. it all fell apart. He, they thought they had a solid thing going. We, again, it we didn't don't work know. out. Whatever know. it was, we you definitely know. don't know. We don't know. But anyway, lastly, I want to give Ruben some space to talk about Will Smith because he was not here last week to talk about. Um, you weren't here to talk about the slap at all. No, no, I didn't speak on it because I feel like we talked. About, this is our third time talking about it, so this is the last time we're talking about Will Smith unless something outrageous happens. So recently, of course, the Oscars. If you've been paying attention, after the um, smacking Chris Rock, he has now been suspended from the Oscars for ten years, which means that he will not be able to attend, but he can still get nominated. And he also resigned from the Academy, which took away his privilege to vote so he cannot vote but he can still get nominated which to me makes no sense i hate that they're doing this to will smith yeah i was gonna say that who am i to say is 10 years enough is then but also like it's a force they always want to make black people an example yes they always always love making black people an example you're going to my point keep going but like as we know we've seen like we see how they treat people who are pedophiles Mm -hmm. you know who are very like you should be keeping an eye on behind the scenes, that like I'm, our president, like period. And that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say. It's like it's, it's weird. Like we love making black people example, but like behind the scenes, like there's stuff going down that's like shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, should be. It's mm-hmm. against the law, literally. And we're allowing it, but those people are the ones that are probably funding all these awards too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's and no matter what end of the day, no matter how how much pull Will Smith has, he's a black man. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing it. Don't matter. He's a, he was a poster child of black people, like um, through the movie industry, film industry, or whatever. Yeah, and definitely. we're seeing it, and we see him tear, being teared down like this, and it's crazy. It's really crazy. It's, it's disrespectful to me because I really love Will Smith. Yeah, I feel like it's disrespectful because he's he. It's not like he's this man who has this bad reputation, right? Like I could see. No offense, I use Chris Brown a lot, but I just think he's the perfect example. If you see that a person has been showing their ass for a long time and then he got up and slapped Chris Rock, it would be like, okay, enough is is enough, Christopher. (laughs) Right? But this is somebody who has been on his best behavior since he came in the door, has been kind to everyone. Everybody that talks about Will Smith talks about how kind he is. And then he does once, okay, it's not right, obviously, but... 10 years i don't know that's crazy to me i think they're gonna come like down on that eventually i feel like they will you think they'll just pull it i also won't be attending the oscars for the next (laughs) 10 years period queen all right so what i wanted to say about the whole slap situation um i you know i agree with everything 
Debbie took a lot of the points that I wanted to make. One thing I did want to say, the slap and this whole commotion is just a cover up for everything that happened. A lot of people don't even know that Louis C.K. won a com- comedy award. Oh, I didn't know if, that. If you know what he did, you know, you know what I'm talking about. He was the, di- the guy that did child pornography, right? No, no, no. He or was, was it rape? He was um, fondling himself in oh. front of his female um co-workers and, and stuff like that like that's sick you know just doing just doing unnecessary things but he won a uh oscar mm-hmm. and nobody's talking about that another thing is when did a slap cause this much chaos <laughs> i don't know you know you 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 gotta you gotta <laughs> think about it like this like we've been We've been attacking Will Smith forever about the whole Tupac situation, about everything. Oh, he's too, he's too straight edge. He's People too, call him a square too. He's a square. He's my favorite square. Here I come, a square protecting another square. It's <laughs> <laughs> a but, square union. But you know what I mean? Like, like this man has behaved. He hasn't treated anybody wrong. Now everybody's scared of this man. Oh my God, he lost his cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, the white girls are going crazy. Yo, (laughs) fuck everything that the whole Chris Rock making the joke about Jada, the whole alopecia shit. Fuck that. You know, sometime as a man, if you hear a man saying things, you know, you got to handle business where business needs to be handled. Wow. You know, whether it's the Oscars in front of the president, no matter who. (laughs) No, real talk. You know what I mean? Because basically, we're we're the people joking on him. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock was the other guy in the room saying, ha ha, y- your girl, this, this, that, the other. He got up and slapped him. Now we're like, oh. He felt like he was making oh, a mockery. Shit. Like, you know what I mean? Now everybody's traumatized and it's like, <laughs> oh, Will Smith, we got to ban him from every place. He went crazy. He went wild. Oh my God. He's going to slap everybody in the industry now. No. People are saying they traumatized off him slapping Chris Rock. Like, come on, let's, yeah, let's, be, serious. let's be serious. Let's be serious. Niggas get slapped every day. You know what's traumatizing? Getting Real shot talk. on set. Getting shot and killed on set. Yo. Getting shot Did and you hear set. the joke that Amy Schumer made about that? She was about to make it. She no. was about to make she it. She did it she in did? her stand-up. Yes. She did in her own. Her, no, but not the Oscars. She was about to say it in the Oscars, but she yep. didn't. And her lawyers advised her not to, and she made the joke anyway. The read, the podcast, the read, Crystal read her for fell she was talking so much shit she was like you got the narrative to talk about how will smith is violent but you're making fun of somebody mm-hmm. who was shot and killed on set because she said she made a whack-ass joke about looking in um alec baldwin's barrel like looking barrel. in the gun and i'm like first of all it's that's like you're sick. this is like someone's death you're making fun of but will smith slap is you know what i'm saying like too far violence doesn't always is not always physical and i mm-hmm. feel like white comedians talk about a lot of sick stuff they talk about child porn they talk about rape a lot normalizing mm-hmm. it too i mean they talk about having sex with animals they have like they talk the about pete death. davidson ta- um sa- um roast the guy was making fun of his father that died in 9-11 that is Wa- watch the roast but like um back to will smith the only thing i'm saying is and, like and the, this gotta be your last point. like yo like you know this man has been clean his whole career, you know, and those people out there saying, oh, my God, Will Smith should have acted a different way. Yeah, for sure. It could have been handled way differently. But, you know, we don't tell like, you know, what I mean, they're making a mockery out of us at our own expense. 
You know what I mean? They show it, showcase it. Oh, we're going to ban them. This is like, yo, all y'all motherfuckers need to watch and see what we're going to do to Will Smith because we will do it to you mm-hmm. as well. They didn't do it The black ball is heavy <laughs> because he's favored by them. He's, he's in cahoots he's, with them. He's rocking Make America Great. But also, I feel like Oscars is seen differently compared to like other Grammy Awards. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because Kanye's not in the Oscars. Kanye would probably never get invited to the Oscars, (laughs) to be honest. Just based off embarrassment. Like, they just don't want to be embarrassed because he's unpredictable. I've I've seen hood dudes say, oh, my God, Will Smith should never act like that. No, you know what's really... But but your homie down the block was shooting up the block. And he hits his girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, we got to call spade a spade. Like, y'all really capping for... For what? Yeah, I don't know. And then, and about. then, all we talk goes back to the bigger media, mm. and they use our clips to talk and use their talking points about what we said about what Will Smith. We're also beating down. Yeah, our we're own helping. Man. Not we, but we're like adding people. to the the whole thing. Well, and every same. time the Tupac thing comes around, what if it was you? How would you react? I don't know. It's a wild time, but we must move on. Uh, one thing I do want to say is, though, stop attacking Jada Pickett because what y'all are doing is really projecting your hate for women, and that's very much ugly. She's always on my timeline, and it's always fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. Like, always. Like <laughs> No, I'm talking about, like, niggas I know. I know, but yeah. they, they what we're doing now is we're, they, we see these blogs, and we're in, we're we see this all the time. History repeats itself. These blogs are being paid to attack black people all the time. And we don't see it. And we eat it up. Mm-hmm. And we see it as truth. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't fact check nothing. That's why I'm so saying we're using just, a everything that we know about Jada is fake because like well, she never actually said it. We've never seen a clip of her saying any of these things that we're hearing that she said. Yeah. It's a wild time. Telephone. We live in a wild, wild fake news, fake news, fake news. Like, telephone. But lastly, I just want to give a congratulations to DJ Khaled for getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Congratulations. Some people been working for 60 million years and never got a star and he got one. So you should feel lucky. Also Ashanti. Oh, Ashanti. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's well deserved for me. And it's the 20th anniversary of her debut album, which to me is one of the best R&B albums of all time. But I could be speaking out of time. What's your favorite song? Um, Always on Time. If you were me, what would you do? That song. That's my favorite. <laughs> I had to break out in song because it's a classic. But really, every song on that album is a banger. Literally. I don't. I think I, I only skipped time. one. And that's it. And I was like nine years old when that drink came on. I still remember all the girls were swooping their bangs. Come on. Stop acting like Ashanti ain't iconic. She is. She deserves that still song. Bad. And the ones out of lip gloss. Ooh. Mm, the with the cyber, she was doing it for all the Dominican girls. Cyber. She represents it for all the cyber girls. She is Dominican. She's not no, Domi. she's not. She's not Domi. She could not I don't be. Think so. I, I, think I think that was just a rumor. People was that was a rumor. Well, let me let me uh, fact check. Oh, she, I'm gonna claim her be, real quick. She, she might be black and Puerto Rican. I mean, yeah, or but I don't think she's. Is she from the Bronx? Where's she from? I know she's from New York. She's not from the Bronx. No, she's not so. from the Bronx. She's definitely not Dominican. But yes, you know who is Dominican?
Yes, Rami is here for the second time, so it's safe to say that she is a friend of the show. Yes, sir. And you had a very, very special moment. And so we just might as well get right into it. If you don't know too much about Rami, she is a she's an artist, an entertainer, a host, a DJ. What else? Woman of many talents. You just La out here. an educator. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, we'll talk about that no more. <laughs> Dang, come shout on. Shout out to my students. I love y'all though. <clears throat> They're not your students anymore though. They're always gonna be my students. Oh, shout out your teacher too. I was. What? I was. Mm-hmm. I was. I, I love that. Yeah. She has such a wholesome background. I have a crazy story. Like when I say it out loud over and over, I'm like, mm. if it wasn't me, I'd be like, bitch is capping, but. <laughs> I was a teacher, so yeah. <laughs> okay, before before we go get to anything, how long you was a teacher for? for? Years. I taught in Harlem. Oh, you taught in Harlem, mm-hmm. and uh, like what grade? I did high school for like several years, and then I did middle school. You dealing with high school kids in Harlem? Ooh, that the was best. eating you up. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, respectfully, they're good kids, man. Cool. Yeah, but they grown now. They're like they're grown. You think, what do you think they say about you? Like, they, what you mean? Most of them follow me on the gram. I know, but I'm saying, yeah, like, do right, they be right, yeah, Miss Ramirez, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, um, a lot of them, which means a lot to me, sounds a little corny. Sounds right, a little like, squarish. A little square. I'm square today. Um, they just tell me, like, that they're very proud of me, that they see me, like, pursuing my dreams. Because when I was a teacher, I never loved teaching, I just loved the kids. Um, like, I would teach them, and I was always like myself, like, I'm a character. And I would always tell them, like, oh, yeah, I know I'm a superstar, right? Yeah, I know I'm not going to do this forever, right? They're like, yeah, whatever, Miss Ramirez. And then now they say, like, yo, you, you was being that ass. Like, you really going after everything you said you was going to do. Absolutely. That must be so inspirational. I would though. love that if I see right? my teacher. I'd be like, what? And it's Dennis funny. was in the class if saying y'all, this. If y'all want to stalk my comments, you'll see Um, one of my last, <laughs> I pinned it. One of the comments was, nah, nah, my DP teacher. Nah, that's not her. <laughs> and everyone's like. That's her. But what so what was you teaching? Was it like like all around? I taught writing to the high school students, so just like grammar. Oh. Um and then for the middle school was um English. So or are you releasing some courses? Cause I need to work I on my writing. I don't ever want to teach not. shit again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm over it. Um, you know what you're doing though, teaching everybody how to get to the bag. Hey. Period. You know? Because easier said than done, man. You have first of all, you have a gig. Every night almost. No, no patan. Wednesday to it, Sunday, I feel like. It has like. slowed down. It has slowed down. You doing wet um, Thursdays? Mm. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I have to say this because, okay, if you're watching this, um, thank you. Shout out to Spark Up Podcast. Shout out to yeah. But I do not come up with these names on these flyers, son. So wet Thursdays, I've been like, hey, guys, I really feel like, because I'm there, I'm a basically But do you know why every, they call it wet Thursdays? Supposedly, it's like, oh, people drinking bottles, it's wet. I was like, I'm not sure. But then now it's been, oh, but have you noticed it's been raining every Thursday, which it has. It's been raining most Thursdays. But I'm like, as a woman, I just feel like wet Thursday just gives off the wrong, oh, yo, Rami, you thinking wrong. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what they were going for. And then, and I've then, seen the girls. <laughs> hey, shout out to the girls. Hey, girls. Um, and then I got booked for some other joint, and then I saw the flyer, and then what was it? it was like Chupa Friday. I said no. Chupa <laughs> no, Friday. No, I said wow. I know you see me in, in the flyer like <laughs> Chupando. <laughs> like so, you know. I just want to say like I do not come up with them names. I, I got to get to the bag. So Chupa Viene, <laughs> Wet Thursdays, 
Wild and Wet Wednesday. I don't fucking know. Yeah. All I Rami, know is Rami. If there was, <laughs> it was your event. What are you calling it? Ah, that's a good question. On Thursday. On Thursday. On Thursday. I keep it fucking thirsty Thursdays or like um keep tur- it classic. Turns up till Thursdays. Till Thursday. Uh, till Thursday. Taino like Thursday. Taino Thursday. That's Thursday. different. It's a different vibe. Soy diferente. We're not playing dembo at that event. You're playing uh. drums. <laughs> I do have a question for Rami. Yeah, how good. did you trans transition from like you know have a background yeah, in, yeah. Be in a teacher you know in that realm and then in being a DJ and then an artist and yeah. like now you're on stages and entertaining mm. a whole crowd. Yeah. Um. So I've always been a music person, always. So really, I guess the way I want to frame my answer is I had to learn how to be a teacher. The microphone, oh, please. Yeah. I had to learn how to be a teacher around my musical, like, passion, my life. Like, I mean, my cousin's here. Shout out to January Mars. I don't hey. know if I can say your real name on camera. I'm Arfie. Okay, fuck it. But, like, we She's grew up. She's not like you, diva. Hey! Repeta, <laughs> man. Um, like, we grew up, like, freestyling just for fun. Like, even when I was a teacher, I was, like, the DJ for their dances. Um, like, That's on virtual fire. DJ. And I was like, yeah. Um... I don't know. I just, I've always been about music. I just, I don't know about yeah, but like growing up Dominican or growing up Caribbean or mm-hmm. growing up whatever, you're not told like, you should be an artist. You have something about, no, you got to be a doctor. doctor. You got to be a lawyer. You got to be a teacher. You got to be, you know, whatever. So um, when I went to college, I never knew what I wanted to do. Like never. I was so bored. I was so like, what am I doing here? Um, I majored in sociology. And then my senior year, I was like, fuck it. I'll be a teacher only because I never had a teacher that looked like me growing up. So I figured why not be a role model, but the really, baddest teacher shit. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what is an outfit as a, um, Oh, I had no swag just, as a teacher. Oh damn. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I had no swag. I don't get, mm. but for me too, um, because I don't know how to say this. I'm sounding OD cocky. I'm a decent looking woman. So I never You're a beautiful, you're a beautiful thank woman you, Thank you yeah. I feel like when you say that though I'm like oh she's dumb cocking I'm a decent looking woman so Those I, are the haters though You know Let's some haters Whoa, what's that voice? Shout out to all the fake pages That be on my story though hey. Um, I never Like rarely dressed up I had like the factory pants And like the weird button ups mm-hmm. With the long cardigan Cause your girl got the bitchy But um Nah I had no swag as a, <laughs> I had no swag as a Today's swag Damn, Basically. I was hoping you were gonna say like like high waisted slacks, black. This is what I picture, right? Not and you, no. And the kids never, never got at you. Of, then the kids that never was roasting you. Nah, they respected me OD, but I would never wear heels to go to work, especially yeah. in the city, taking a train oh, to yeah. go to work from you the Bronx flats? to Harlem. Ideal. I had, I wore flags, flags. Oh yeah, Diablo. I wore flats, um, but that was short-lived because mm. your girl got into a car accident <laughs> in 2015 and I was able to just um, get a doctor's note for my room, like everywhere that I worked, to be able to wear sneakers. Wow. Yeah, word. Okay. Which I was very grateful because flats is like so early 2000s. But let's switch gears. Let's fast forward to 2022. Oh, yeah. Hold, hold on, because I'm interested to... In, Her life is very interesting. To I, just, out, I need to find out. the beginning. Let's get the little middle. Let's get the middle part. I just like, feel like why are you asking her questions? Uh, like no, no, you no, don't no, know her. Already. No, no, I, I, <laughs> I no, no, no. But but she she started talking about music in your career. Right. When did Rami fall in love with music? Rami, do you remember a, falling yeah, in love with music? I can tell music? you right now. Selena is one of my biggest inspirations. Mm-hmm. I got 
I got a picture when I was like four or five, con la barriga así, y no busca novio. And it was right after I watched uh, the mm. Selena movie. And I'm like, mommy, I want to look like her. You know, when I was a kid, I've always loved music. I come from a family of musicians. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we grew up like family parties, you know. So it's always been a thing, like growing up. Did music. you do the Selena dances? What do you mean the Selena dances? You know, you the, know the washing you know? machine. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing games. Oh my god. Can you it, do it for us? The, oh, if I click on the song. No, no. <laughs> I, like I, see no. no. I see no. I, I like how you brought up the family parties because I feel like that's how me myself grew my character. Right. Mm -hmm. In the backyards at the family parties. Yeah. When they put you on the spotlight, you're like, you need to dance, like you need which, to get it. Like nerve wracking, but then mad nerve wracking. You know, you you become real. And nice then with you got it. your choreography dance ready <laughs> for your family and stuff I'll like tell that. You what, though, I gotta say this because now we're talking about family parties. Bachata, I'll, I'll dance you. Nah, Tipico, I'm out dancing I'll dance you. you. You can't Ooh. see me, son. You can't see me. Nita way, I'm ira. Okay. I don't know. Maybe nice. we should. Yo, maybe we should get Bentley up here and do a competition. Bentley could dance. Bentley could dance. They used to call him the Michael Jackson of Bachata. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Your boy was that, gliding. That is a fact. No, I'm dead ass. That is a fact. I've seen, I've seen him dance. He got the moves. He's Shout good. out to you, Bentley. Shout outs to but Bentley. But yeah, I don't know. My story is crazy. Like, basically, it's always been music. I just mm -hmm. didn't understand that until later in life, and I didn't have the balls to pursue it. Now, I will say. Music is the vehicle that's moving for me at the moment. Do I feel like I'm going to make music forever? I don't know. Do I think I'm going to be involved in music forever? Absolutely. In, in the entertainment realm. Because um, it's all connected. But I'm DJing, I'm playing records, I'm playing my own records. I'm hosting concerts. Or I'm performing. But I do love being on the mic and I do be, I love being in front of the crowd. Like I don't know. It's, it's different. It's actually different. <laughs> I think I liked teaching because the kids were like my audience. Mm, Overall, you're so entertainer, 100. Mm. percent And she's very entertaining. Wow, that hey, she is. No, 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 like that ass. And you said you're from New York, so how? Now, I'm from Providence. You're from Providence, but I've lived in New York for okay. many years, so I jack both. But I have to say that because I hate. I think it's so corny when people live somewhere else for a good amount of years and are very much influenced like myself, and then they'll be like, "Nah, I'm just from there. I was born on the south side of Providence. Period. We outside." Um, and New York is also home, but I am from Providence. Yeah, or there's people that like move from like New York at the age of three, and they're like, "I'm from the Bronx." You're not, no, you know, they be like, "Oh, I'm from Brooklyn." Okay, what part? Who knows you in Brooklyn? Nobody. And then they'll say things that we know. Bedsty, do or die. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. That sounds kind of personal. Nah, I just know a lot of people like that. I do have another. So, what made you migrate back to your hometown? So, you know, I'm like a little bit, I, I, I'm still in New York all the time. I just I get more bookings out here. Um, and when I decided to take, uh, I guess, the jump, the leap of faith, I had to cut down my expenses. What people don't really talk about is when you make this decision, it's hard. Like, y'all yeah, see the glam and the glitz mm -hmm. and the glamour on Instagram, but the, the behind the, behind, behind the <laughs> scenes. Escoba, escoba. Pero um, what happens behind the scenes, it's a lot. Funding your own music videos and your music and staying creative and like being a bit more in Rhode Island has just made it more possible for me to make, I think, larger strides than being in the city right now versus having my own place, paying that rent, having to work a full-time job. Now, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur. I have multiple hustles um, and I make my own schedule and it's really fucking hard though. It's really hard. Like people don't talk about it. It's really hard. I have many days I'm like, hey, yo. I have days that I'm not inspired. And I have days like, yo, what am I doing? Mm. 
And you'll look at my Instagram, you'll think, no way, but I'm being honest. And I and I have no shame in saying that. You know, so if you are an artist or whatever you're pursuing, if you, if you feel lost at times, that's totally fine. Because just like you feel lost, you'll find yourself again. And that's just how I feel. But just being here a bit more, more bookings, more opportunity for me to move around. I'm always in New York still. Um, I've been like going, uh, developing my relationship and my presence in London too. So cutting down yeah, London, cutting, London, that so like cutting down my expenses makes my trips and and networking uh, more possible. So I could stay for you mm-hmm. know extended amount of time out there. Don't say it, That's dope. Yeah, I love that. But yes, we're back to the moment. Are we back to the moment <laughs> now? Can we talk about it? Yeah, let's go for Can it. Can we talk I'm about ready, it? Ready. Hold on. All, hold on, there's a few moments that I, I witnessed. Me, I witnessed, uh, no, because I, I witnessed Adoni, her in Adoni. a few moments. It's a getting few disrespectful moments. at this point. <laughs> I'm going to slap you like Will that slap Chris Rock. That's it? No, no. I, you interrupted I, I, me to do that? No, I'm just saying there's, I, I've witnessed. You didn't even take over I'm gonna the cut show. You off. I, I, I I'm going to cut you off. Hold, hold I'm on. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. I just don't want to take your moment from saying it. But you did. No, you still got the floor. I Ben had the floor. We gonna do this right here. Swooping. Ring the alarm. I mean the bell. No, okay, I'm gonna turn go. your Before microphone we go to the moment, yeah. Um, I feel like being an entrepreneur and creative, you're creating the own blueprint. Like you know, it's easy mm-hmm. where you know being a teacher. There's something, a, something to tell you. Do do do. Where right, to go? Right, right. It is gonna be hard. Super. And hard. I, and like I appreciate you saying that because sometimes I be like, like what the hell am I gonna fucking do next? Like I don't even know. Like you have to. Really create your own opportunities. And seeing you do that, like, though we don't know the back end, it's really great to see that. Yeah, thank you. And I just want to say, like, um, obviously, like, Instagram is, like, my business page. And I, I feel like I've nearly mastered, like, showing my personality, but I'm still a private person. But, like, I get dubbed often, believe it or not. And I'd be shocked. I'm like, yo, like, I'm pretty dope. I'm an asset. And that's a part of it, right? So, um, I actually had a conversation with her earlier today. I was like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, no, I don't feel like that, like. Go to DR, go to DR tomorrow, recharge, work with some people, come back, and we we back in, we back in the shit, you know? But it's like, it's just really, really important to know that it comes with it. Like, not everyone's going to see your vision, your vision. Not everyone's going to see your vision. Not everyone's going to respect you. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to even think that your art is it. But it's about what you think and how hard you work and consistency. And so, no me queda de otra. I'm not, I already told myself, I am not going back to teaching. I like that. I literally don't see myself doing anything else unless it's entertainment. And I'm open for what it may look like. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. I don't know if 10 years from now, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's all on stage. I don't know. <laughs> but I know I'm going to be somewhere in this industry having to do with entertainment. I know that for a fact. I follow your dream. I love, you. I love your story. Gracias. This is my first time hearing it, so I'm like... Thank you. I really, it's inspiring me right now. Go back I and see. listen to our episode with Party with Rami. I have a few um, good interviews, but I, I like to tell it, you know. Yeah. But part of the reason why I wanted to come back here was um, to give, uh, I guess, like a different interview so we could talk like post, like last time, like a catch up, you know. Yes, definitely. So. You did say again, dubbed, and you mean by the people in this state. Oh, or, like, shit. You, you mean by that? Um, Absolutely. I think... Um, uh, I feel it. like people in Providence don't always like give you know what give it respect is to I'm, people I'm, that are really doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think everything's about perspective. So um, one may say I'm really doing it, which I think I am humbly or respectfully. But one may also say, oh, she's doing it, but 
she don't got followers or like she yeah, I do have a lot of followers. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a, real followers. Um real followers. Which, not you know, paid. Not but you know what? At this point I kinda understand why people buy the things, you know what I mean? Because Instagram, the algorithm is fucked either way. Mm-hmm. So it's like it is what it is. But what I'm saying is it's important to me to always be honest with myself and have an organic audience. That's why I move the way that I move. Not to knock anybody, because I actually understand why people buy shit now. But yeah, I I do think I have a lot of support in Rhode Island. Um, but I have also been shown um, non-support and it's weird. And to be honest with you, it could be a preference thing. It could be I'm a female and I have, you know, I'm partying with Rami and I'm five two, and I got a smile and ah, ah. You're the only a, female DJ I know in Provence right now. There's a, there's a few. There's, there's a, a few. No, there is a few. In Providence? There's a few. But you be out uh, here. Uh, yeah, you uh, be, yeah. you know, on the flyers. Yeah, yeah. Like, we be seeing you. We yeah. see you. Yeah, At least from this generation, you're the we're only one. Diablo. Leyenda. No, yeah, because we have, we cannot dismiss Lady Rock, who's iconic. No, Lady Rock no. is fire. No. Yeah, Lady but Rock you know what I'm fire. saying? But, like, as far from our age group. Word, word. Um, who's doing it differently? You moving differently. You word. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you moving like how our generation will be through the media and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like 100%. How you moving, like, mm-hmm. your strategy and your marketing, like... I be peeping. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But so to end my sentiment or my thought, I just want to say like, you know, women, we're always deemed to just be like soft and like submissive. Yeah. Um, I don't know if submissive is the right word. I think it is. Yeah. Um, but I'm a, I'm a strong woman. So if you book me and we agree on something, I expect that if that doesn't happen, you're not working with me. And I wanted to say that because it's a real thing. And I feel like women, or maybe it's because I'm in the beginning of my journey. So you're also much more professional than a lot of a people. A lot of people. Move. And that's what it is, too. So, you know, everyone's like, you know, it's the beginning. You got to put in your first 10,000 hours, and it's okay. I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for the, for the longevity. The, the longevity, but like just the, the, the impact, journey. the long run. What's my impact going to be? My impact's not going to be me shutting down every club on Broad Street. My impact is going to be. Shutting shit down, inspiring other people, and paying it forward, and it just so happens it's through music, and I love it. Sure, I might be a DJ. You could be a DJ. I'm inspired. If you love music, you could be a DJ. That's what I got to say. You got to practice. Yeah, obviously. Right. And technically, you did your work. You did your work. Yeah. I'm not perfect. How many? How many? Like, if I can ask, how many years did it like take you to get to this point? Like, in terms of. After, like, you decided your career wasn't it, like, how... I mean, I left in 2020 then, um, and then I just, I just, <laughs> I just been going. I don't know, I just been going, but I will say, I definitely started getting way more bookings, um, after I hosted the concert, the, the Mosa La Para, um, Kiko and Mickey Woods. Then it was over, you already know, people saw, oh... Bookings, bookings. Then I go to London, bookings, bookings, bookings. Um, you know, I get it and I respect it, but I really wish people wouldn't just go off of who I'm seemingly connected to because I think that's corny. Mm-hmm. Go off of what I can do with the crowd or, like, my energy. But that's the industry for you, yeah, man. It's, it's, it's fickle, it's Very. authentic, and it's inauthentic at the same time. I was going to say because somebody said this. I forgot who it was, but they were saying... Um, it's crazy how people are slept on based off their followers. And 
I think true. about that because you don't have a million followers, but six thousand. For example, Pizza Lito, I'm pretty sure that was the first time I heard you spin. I feel like at the Pizza Lito, and I was like, "Yo, she's actually really good." Oh, and I was fucking. <laughs> I was not. I was tired. I, I was Rami, after. Rami Nah, I could kill it. She's I out here. Pero que yo digo, like, you gonna, you know, I'm not gonna stay here and I'm not going to convince someone of my worth. Mm. I'm gonna ask to work with you. I people don't, hey, what's up? I'm I'm happy to DJ. I'm happy to host. I'm happy even to negotiate if it makes sense. But I'm not gonna sit here and beg you to work with me because I guarantee you they're all gonna spin the block and gonna wanna work with me again. Eventually. It happens mm-hmm. all the time. But speaking of spinning the block, <laughs> can I finally get to my moment without being disrupted? Jesus. Um, yeah. So recently, Tokisha, the biggest dembo artist, I think it's safe to say right now, right. coming out of Dominican Republic, um, who's breaking barriers, first of mm-hmm. all. To me, already a living legend, just based off the way her music sounds, her lyrics, her image. She's very different from what we're used to as Dominicans, quote 100%. unquote, like 100%. generally speaking. And she did her first show in the United States of Crazy. America. And she came to Lil O Providence. And guess who opened for her? Mm. Some girl named Party with Rami. Some hey. girl named Party with Rami. Some shorty, some shorty. I know, it's nuts. Let me take, first of all, let me take you through my emotions because, like, it's, it's going to sound corny, and I know a lot of people probably think I'm corny, but I really do have a lot of love to give. I love to love. And when I see people like creatives in the city or like that come from here, because I know some people are offended by like local artists or creatives. But like when I see Deb, like Deb's success is personal to me. Right. And not because I know her personally, but because she's from where I'm from. Right. And when you see somebody propel from where you're from, it just makes the sound and feel more possible for you. Right. So that shit is inspiring. And if we could inspire each other and love each other, and it doesn't even have to be on some, like, I don't have to say Rami's my favorite artist, but I could be like, I fuck with her hustle. Right. I fuck with her sound. I love the way she rocks them. You know, like, there's just things that you could respect people for. You don't have to necessarily be buddy-buddy. But so when I saw you, like, you know, we talked about, can I say, can I say what we talked about? What do you mean? On DM when you were talking about it, when you were, before it happened? I don't even remember. Just don't call me by my government. No. Don't say it. I was like, girl, do not cut. No, when we, before Tokisha even performed, when they announced it, you were like, yo, I want to open for her. Really? Wow, go me. (laughs) You don't remember that? I do not. Okay, so we had a conversation of you saying, I want to open for her. I'm going to open for her. And we went back and forth about, like, how it works at the strand. And you were like, I don't know. I don't care. I'm going to get it done. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Like, fuck, yeah, I'm right there with you. And months had passed. And I think she had a first date, and it was canceled. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it was canceled. It was um, March 17th. Yeah, it was supposed to be in March. No, no, no. no. it was February 12th. The original date. Yes. And then it ended up being March. Actually. Yeah. So it it, it was delayed for whatever reason. And then I see Tokisha, Providence, Rhode Island, Strand, then slide. I'm like, wait a minute. This is she, mm-hmm. Yo, I was she when I tell it. you I was in my car like she did it. Mm-hmm. She did what she said she was gonna do, and not because I think you're a bullshitter, but it's just 
something so amazing when somebody says something and they make it happen. Like I execute it. I don't know the steps it takes to get there, but it's going to happen. And then I see the motherfucking reels and I was like, oh, no. but then she did it like that. Yeah. Oh, man. But the, Thank you. The Dominican flag, from the Dominican flag to the Palo, it was just a moment. You could tell like that the crowd was feeling you. They may not know who you were then or they, they were know now, but they know, you know what I'm saying? Like the energy was very, very big. Did Word. you feel that? It was crazy. Like <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, I jumped in an Uber like a few nights ago, and the second I jumped in, dude was like, "Aren't you the girl that opened for Tokishi?" Oh my gosh! And, I was like, and mind you, I was in a hoodie, baggy, like <laughs> pants, whatever. But I didn't. I don't know. I'm just. I'm still like in disbelief about it. Like the fact that I can be like, I'm the first person ever in this country to mm-hmm. open for her for her first You're show. You're a part of history. It's nuts. It's mm-hmm. nuts. Um, I knew I was gonna make it happen. I'm kind of like shocked that I still did. And uh, the crowd was amazing to the point that I was like, yo, how, do they know who I am? Because I walked <laughs> out like, and I was like, okay. And then just kept going and going and going. But, you know, y- y'all got to remember, like, I'm a host, like, I'm an MC, so I know how to hype up a crowd. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, that's what makes me a good DJ. People want to have fun when they go outside. Definitely. People want to get ratchet. They want to hear that fun stuff, that mm-hmm. freaky stuff, that tasteful stuff. <laughs> so you always, men and men, you were talking about ego earlier. Mm-hmm. They respond well to, who got money though? Who be back? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I was doing that. And like, I guess this has to do with my teacher background. Like, I always think about what's the best way to like impact a crowd, right? Providence is full of Dominicans. Tokisha's mm-hmm. Dominicans. So I was like, what can I do? That's going to be very memorable. And what did we love growing up? The Dominican Palos. Festival, Lo Palo. So to me, it was a no-brainer. I didn't just want to perform my songs. right? One, I, I, haven't, I, I put out an EP. The EP is like six songs, but it's really like five. But only I feel like two of them are like hype enough for that. So then I was just like, I have 15 minutes. I'm not just going to do two songs. So my thing was, how can I provide an experience that people are never going to forget. And I'm 100% certain that I did that because it hasn't even been a month, but I don't know, people keep talking about it. And I'm I'm grateful. I'm, I'm glad that I had that opportunity and vamos a ir pa'lante. Did you get to meet her? I did get to meet her. What was she like? What um, did she say to you? Because I know she must have been like, yo, you shut it down. You um, heated up that stage for her. I did, I did, and I feel like I feel like all openers should do that. Yeah, and it was her birthday. It was her birthday the day after. Wow! Right? So I made sure we did a little happy birthday um thing for her. I didn't meet her. Um, it was after her set, um, her performance, which is like an hour. I feel like she was a little tired of short interactions. I can't say much. I'm not gonna say and bullshit like yo, who's chopping? Can't say much, right? Um, but she's sweet. She's cool. Normal para el tiempo. Her team was really cool. I really fuck with her manager, Jaime. Um, and they were more vocal about my performance. Um, and uh, that's that's what I can really say about it. And then And then what? And then uh-huh. what happened? Didn't you uh, didn't you get invited for another? I did. I did get invited for another one, but it didn't pan out. Um, but I'm not mad at it because that to me this was just the very beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I got invited to another one, um, that just means there's more to come, whether it's with her, yeah. whether it's with other artists. Um, but I'm just so happy that I was able to open for her at this 
moment in her career because we know she's mm-hmm. huge in the Latin community. And not all of the Latin community is like well versed when it comes to Tokisha's music. But I feel like we got her right before she really takes off. Providence mm-hmm. is good at doing that. I say, I say, Tokisha's the Lady Gaga of them both. I see that. Ooh. That's, that's dope. Um, I like that's that. spicy. Let me, let me. Take it back to your performance because yeah. I was there. Videographer, and, and let me just tell you that I, the people that didn't know who Rami was, you know, because you know, obviously it's a, it's a audience of everywhere in New England, mm-hmm. not just Providence. Definitely, I've seen people like, who the hell is this girl? <laughs> Go from who, who the hell is this to, oh my god, she's amazing. Yo, and and the energy you set was just crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever was there understands what I'm saying. Like the energy, it was never a bad energy. It was great energy, but it went from you know party vibes to holy shit, this is the party start. This is no like it was better than just a party. It was like this it was shit party was around me. Movie, movie. It was a move. I love it. Was Damn, a movie. I wish I was there. If there was, if, you know, and maybe it's because I'm behind the lens also. But the way I, I viewed that party, that concert, that whatever you want to call it, Tokisha's first concert in the U.S. Mm-hmm. was a movie. It was a, she's not going to forget that. And everybody there is not going to forget that. Like, that was, I could feel the moment through my phone. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, You Whoo. killed it. You Thank killed you. it, for real. Thank you. For Thank real, you. like, you know. You know coming, coming from where I come from and, like, taking this switch in, in career or whatever, um, I felt like I had to give it mm-hmm. up the way that I gave it up. It was like all or nothing. And you know what's crazy? I'm going to say this now, but my dog passed away that morning. right? I didn't, and I didn't talk about it on socials. And I literally, from like 7 to 10 in the morning, was hollering at the vets, crying, crying, crying. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I meet perrito. Like, seriously, like, if you, you got to be a pet person to understand. I have mm-hmm. three dogs. Right. So they part of the family. So oh, my God. It killed me, right? I feel like crying right now. Right. It killed me. And then it came like midday and I was like, I probably told like one or two people, two or three. And I was like, yo, I literally have to stop talking about it because I manifested this moment. This is my moment. And this is going to be a pivotal moment in my career. And so before I walked into that stage, my DJ, shout out to Dana Lou. Um, you know, Rami, y'all ready for Rami? Dropped it. Like before, I was just like, yo, this is my destiny. And this one's for you, Charlie. And I said, and I went out there and I gave it my own. So rest in peace, puppy. I miss you. I miss my puppy so much. Well, he's not a puppy, my dog, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy. So like, mm-hmm. but to be honest with y'all, like, for me, it was a test. I feel like I'm always getting tested, maybe all of us. So I was like, yo, if I can't put on a show after a passing, you know, not to minimize a pet, but still, then I don't belong in this industry. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you know, I, I believe in, in visualizing things and manifestation. Three years from now, five years from now, if I get paid, I don't know, 100 racks to do a show and I have an unexpected uh, passing or something and I just, I can't do it, that's very unprofessional and that's, like, not what people are going to, I guess, I don't want to say respect, but I don't know what I'm trying to say, like. I know what you're trying to they, say. It's like, like you have to. Have, the show must go on, yeah. period, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I did that. I did that, and um, I don't know. They say, you know, endings brings new beautiful beginnings. So if that's the case, mm-hmm. even though I wish he was still here, um, I did that. So you, you talked about this being a pivotal moment in your career. So I want to ask, 
what are the differences that you feel inside of you after that moment? I was super nervous, um, believe it or not, to perform um, in Providence. Not to perform, to perform in Providence because I'm from here. Mm -hmm. And I knew that, like, the narrative, if I didn't kill it, be like, yo, what was she doing? <laughs> Definitely not that I, Not that I care too much, but I'm out here, like, and y'all see it, like, mm -hmm. busting my ass to make a name out of myself and really be party with Rami on a global scale. So for me, it was like now or never. So to answer your question is like, I don't think I'm going to be nervous for any other performance because everywhere else is it's a, it's a fresh slate. And I always, yes. And I always do my homework. Mm. So let's say I get a call. Yo, we want you to perform in Atlanta in a month. What am I going to do? I'm going to do my research on Atlanta and I'm going to bring my energy, but I'm going to cater to the audience. That's People don't smart. talk about the homework. Mm -hmm. Always got to do your homework. Mm -hmm. Always. That's so true. DJ Ruckus was telling me about that. How Shout out to Ruckus, man. Legend. Uh, how he... People were making fun of him because he DJs at Ego every Friday. And he was like, do you know how powerful it is to be able to DJ for the gay community, for the black community? And they the pay way more. What? Do they? That man gets paid ahead. You know how much people fit in that place? Not, not many. I think Ego's one of the most like popping clubs. This man is getting paid Word. to party and party with Rami. Mm -hmm. He gets paid to do what people tell him he shouldn't do. So you know, people are always they will say stuff like if you let's say you bombed that and obviously you didn't. That would have been the focus of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Instead of the opposite. But now that you did that, we should be able to put you on this pedestal and maybe not put you on this pedestal maybe that's not the right term, no we definitely lack of better term. but like we should give you a different type of respect i feel like because it's not even because of of the tokisha the historical moment it's just the fact that you executed right mm -hmm. period that's it and uh, that. i'm Thank super you. proud of you Thank and you. i know that it is the just the beginning <laughs> Speaking about DJing, she also opened for one of the hottest Latino DJs on this planet. Who's that? Adoni. Adoni. DJ Adoni. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun, man. When was that? I did that about, um, what was it, like a month and a half before Tokisha? Yeah. It was like in the end of January, maybe? Wow. And she also rocked that show, too. And you know what's crazy? Too. He was out here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's crazy about that was um, I was the opener for the opener for Adoni. But I think it was DJ Cisco. I think um, I haven't met him, but what's up, Cisco? I think he was sick or something. I think he had caught COVID. Mm. So they were like, yo, Rami, we need you to like, and I was just like, oh, my God. Of course. You know? Again, I was nervous. I'm always going to keep it a buck. Um, you know, people were pleased. So I did a great job. And um, I'm a performer, man. And I love music. And it shows while I play. Mm -hmm. The only time that I, I don't enjoy DJing is when I'm way too restricted. Or it's like an insane amount of pressure. But... You know, music is about expression, is about freedom, is about love, is about vibes, is about happiness. So, and now that we have you here, right? Before we end, um, what do you think about DJs playing suavemente? <laughs> <laughs> Let's I'm talk on the about same that. wave as you. I think that song is so whack, man. Mm -hmm. It's so we have much better merengue or classical. What would you replace? What would I replace? What would you replace it with? I don't know. I'm a big like typical person. <laughs> same. So, Typical or mambo, I would replace right. it. I like, I mean, okay, in the suavemente world, I'd rather hear, what is it, um, Farolito? Un farolito. Ooh, I, I, I would rather hear that, and like in that For type sure. of world. Um, but like mambo, like, 
I still fuck with Omega's old stuff. You know right. what I mean? Chambonea, like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but Deepico, you cannot, obviously you can't go around with Fefita. Um, but I also like really like Pajaro Pelu. Pajaro <laughs> 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 Pelu is one of my favorite Deepico songs. I don't know why you don't. Pelu. Whatever. Or even replace it with some Giovanni Polanco. I love Giovanni Polanco, pero que he has a version of Pajaro Pelu. But the streets want to hear shit they could shake their ass to or they think they could. And girls shake their asses while I meant they believe it or not. That's disturbing. <laughs> and they're poking so their butts out. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a wild time. But yeah, I just wanted to ask a DJ that because I've been talking shit about that song for quite some time now. And it's just, been a just thing. Hating. And they're, just, they're just better songs and song selection is important. Like, shout out to my DJs who like yes. it. It's yep. so important. Like, we could talk about oh blending, which is important, and like you know. But if you go from one joint to another and it makes no sense, mm, transition kills. It kills the whole vibe. The whole yo, I was at, and I'm gonna say, it and I don't care. Oh, I man. was at Studio Lounge on Saturday, and that shit was trad. Now that we're here, um, you know, I'm in studio all the time. Shout out Cito on um, Thursdays and Fridays. I spoke to the Saturday promoter asking him to put me on. He left me on scene. You need me, Papi. You need me. Mm-hmm. That shit was trash. And DJ Maddox was up there talking about, where my girls who suck dick? Oh. If you don't suck Maddox. dick, then are you even... I was like, Maddox. wait a minute. What is going on here? Why, is, why do I feel sexually assaulted at the club? First of all, the key to the club is the women. The women are there. They're dressed. They look fly. Tell him, tell him, tell They're him. They're here to shake ass. And you're like coming at them. And then they... I guess the new thing is now the girls, the bottle girls... They all have their asses out, and niggas throw ones at them now. That's, Borderline that's been popping since unemployment, unemployment was lit last year. Mm-hmm. So the was, PPP loans, yeah. and then he came at the girl. He was like, "I don't want to see none of you broke bitches picking up the ones." I was like, "Damn, both." Yeah, I don't know. You well, know, what, you know so so he's not here for the women. Not and not everybody has the proper um, mic game. Yeah, um, that you have to have a level of like fun and I guess assertiveness. Mm-hmm. Like I would never say those things. Yeah, if, but at least be a good right. Like have a good set, and let me not say be a good DJ because he does a good job no, on the he's radio. A good DJ, he's a good DJ. But your set was also trash. So on top of your set being trash, Thanks. you're also talking to us real crazy. Like I was like, I'm never going in that joint ever again. And that's good. That's feedback. I'm gonna talk. To, I'm gonna talk to them. And I'm not yeah, against weed. Me. You know, I've openly talked about smoking weed here, even though I quit. But occasionally you might see me puff a joint. My point is, I don't want to be in the club smelling like weed. I don't. I'm sorry. There's no offense, no shade to anybody. But if I came here to look good, feel good, and have a good time, I don't want to smell like that. I don't want... Everybody's too high to have a good time. Niggas are rolling blunts in the middle of a song like... (laughs) Like what happened to enjoying the club? I don't know. I'm. I guess I come from you, a different you like time. The, you don't like the new club culture? Not yeah, at all. Not at all. It's, it's super different. different. That's why it's I about stick the bottle to, girls. Yeah. You know, that's really that source of entertainment. You know, the VIP. Like I don't like that whole idea. I just mm, it's not for me. The only the only thing I notice is not everybody's happy in the club anymore. Before it's when weird. when people used to go to the club, everybody. Ah, listen, ah, listen. Ah. Do you think that's well, like that everywhere though, or, or we're nah, experienced nah. that here? Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you. I think 
I don't know if it's an American thing. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a Northeast thing. The clubs in London be lit. These they are dancing. It's not about being the flyest person. And people are having such a good time. Like when I was there mm-hmm. in October, I hosted and performed at a club. It's called Club Lit. Um, and it was lit, yo. It was lit. Like people mm-hmm. are having such a bailando, singing. What kind of music? And now that I think about it, the VIPs were. All the way in the back. To the point, people were like, we want Dembo. And I'm like, we're taking over. I love it. Even though I think Dembo is becoming very redundant. But that's for my, Mm -hmm. you know, third time that I come on the show, on the podcast. But um, no, I think think it's it's per culture. Because Mm -hmm. what I've seen in London, at least, people be dancing and have a good time. And it's not Mm -hmm. about the Yeezys or the whatever and the chains and throwing ones. Uh, the bad gals, you know. <laughs> the, you know the so you only see that you only see that in America. I mean, I, I can't like, and I haven't been all over, but what I've what I've seen also, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, I don't know if this stopped because of COVID or if in London is not like that. But these clubs, they don't have hookah. Like they're not smoking hookah in the club. Which club? Because everybody's like rolling. Oh, in London. Okay, okay. And they definitely hookah killed the dance floor. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Where's Nasty. Jason was good. Um, but no, I don't know. But maybe I didn't go to every club in London, but mm-hmm. in my experience, I was like, but America. They also respect the music much more in London than we do. I was going to say that you because know, we, at Studio Lounge, it was straight drill uh, all night. And I'm okay with a drill set. Mm-hmm. But all night long, okay. that's not for real club music. It's not. You got to play shit. Girls want to shake their ass. When girls are outside, I promise you, DJs, fellas, their goal is to shake their ass and drink. Buy them a drink, PSA. get them loose, and fucking play some shit I could shake my ass to. Not me, personally, but, you know, for the girlies. Because the girlies are outside, baby. For the girls. For and girls. they look delectable. Okay? <laughs> They're ready. Word. Great word. Thank you so much. Yeah. But yes, party with Rami. Thank you for and sitting down casa. Yeah, yeah. And thank you hey. for... um you know, sharing your story and your journey, you know that you're welcome here anytime. Thank you, thank anytime you. Anytime you want to pull up, pull up. Of course, appropriately, because we do be getting booked. And don't be mad at me talking about, oh, you just say no to me because you don't want me on the show. No, this is actually a show, and we <laughs> actually book things in advance. But, um, yes, that is all that we have for today. At Party with Rami on all socials, follow me. Hey. So we're going to get to my favorite part of the podcast, Pass Me the Aux, where, you know, we share something that we've been audibly listening to. And y'all going to kill me for the language, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Just so y'all can see what we've been vibing to. Word. Who you passing the aux to? She's ready. I'm going to go for Deb. Okay. Let's go, Deb. Okay. So we got my girl. Aura. Hey. She, my I had girl. I with her not so long ago. I fuck with her. Yes. She's a big creative. Did you send and me an exclusive? Yes. No, oh, haven't been dropped. Freestyle. Okay. And um, we dropped this at, she dropped, she played it at African Sundays and that. She I had the, had the whole place lit. And I'm like, this is my bitch. Like, this I is my girl. Her. Like, and I had to, I had to play it for her. Pass right. me the ox. This is for you, Aura. Follow her on It's Aura Baby. Hey, Aura. This is a vibe already. You already know what the fuck's going on. You already know. Aura, <laughs> 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 Surfer. With that good fucking fucking vibe.
Was mixed by fucking Ari. That's his name. <gasps> Ari, Ari, yes. Shout out to Ari. Shout out to Ari. One what of the biggest, out of, in my eyes, my, the biggest creators in Rhode Island coming from Rhode Island. You've like, been, you've very, been doing for a while. Yeah, Ari and I was in Outer. Mm. One of like most authentic people I know, and that's continuously, you know, consistently. Think, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's I being agree. real. She was like in the back playing Tetris on my phone. And she, she, shit, that's what it is. Because yeah. it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Sometimes. <laughs> yes, it is, yes. Uh, it is. But who you passing the aux to? I'm gonna pass it to Rami. Hey, Rami, what's your pick? Um, so Lalfa just dropped an album. Um, and this is probably the only song that I'm really rocking with on it. Bendecido. I love the way that Farina sounds on it. Yeah, it's lit. Bendecido. yeah. For that one because that's brand new, right? Yo, that's fire. I want to hear that at the club. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I, I, could, yes. I, I could hear this mixed in with some elephant, man. Just saying. No, yeah, if you wanted to switch genres, mm. I'm just thinking like a DJ. We got a DJ in the house, you know. Transition. I like hey, that. I, I do that. I'm super open for me. You better talk to these locals. <laughs> they do the same thing. La mama, your transitions la mama, la mama. are smooth. They're, they're not doing their homework. That, yeah. That's on them. Like and I, I said, and now that you talk about it, it's true. Like I don't really hear the, the real them bow being played. You gotta be. Cre- I don't know what it is. If I'm outside, it's because I'm working, and if I'm working, I want to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So I'm partying with y'all. So if I'm in the same thing, I'm bored. But 
there are <laughs> staples. There's staples that are always played, but it's how you play it. Because mm-hmm. there's different, I have different versions of pepas. I have different versions of a lot of different songs. And I know how to like mix it up in a way that it's going to feel different. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that beat could go really well with dancehall, with soca, with mad shit. But these dudes play the same thing. Facts. You know, you're you're one of the only DJs in Providence that I've heard not play Dreams and Nightmare. Oh god. Yeah, Every night. I heard that song on Saturday too. Oh my god. And it's so crazy. But who are you passing the aux to? To you, Mana. Okay. So for me, I really fuck with Capella Gray. Mm. And I he come Did you go to Fat? No, nah, I didn't even know he was coming. But I don't know how to pronounce the title to this song. Kanfu John? Kanfu John? <laughs> sounds good to me. This is Capella Gray and Niger. Niger? Niger? Can't do that nonchalant shit. Miss it ain't even that type of party. That's how you move and copy. Can't be nobody I call my shorty. Can't be nobody I call my girl. Like if you want me, let me know. If the feelings mutual. Want you bad, but I can't do confusion. No, can't be nobody I call my girl. I would rather both of us be honest Sometimes I gotta act like it's nothing I heard you for the streets and you running That's how you coming You gotta let me know Cause I refuse to let a nigga at me I ain't looking stupid Only nigga who can stand me in my back is Cupid When you look like that I know you got some loses I know you're a nuisance Stop with the illusions Say that she's suffering That's not a girl you cool with how could you blame me for playing the safe? Acting like you really feel away. Oh, that's not. <laughs> yes. Confusion smooth, is smooth. basically right. is apparently it's what that nice. song is called. Capella Gray. He hasn't um, disappointed, disappointed me not once. Yeah, not yet. He's, he's been putting out bangers. Yeah, that one, the Body, You Know My Body? Yeah, I think that, that one's song great. Is fire too. I haven't heard that outside yet. No, it's so right. the same thing. Mm-mm. I have not. Get but anyways, the last person on the aux is Mr. Rubens himself. So, you know, this is one of, actually one of my favorite recent albums, Catch Me If You Can, by, I don't want to pronounce this name. Ade Kunle? Ade Kunle Gold. The song that I'm picking is Win. Okay. Because the vibes is just right. That album is fire. So this is a really good pick. I mean, my picks are usually fire. Calm down, saying. okay? Calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> in my lifetime, in my lifetime, people have to die for them, be like too. Everybody no go like I'm they no go like I'm. I wanna be me, don't wanna be like you. Some of them they want to go, buddy. Where them they they when I be nobody. nobody. If I talk truth, they might come for me. But if them talk truth, they want my company. They want my company. Big love to mama, she raised a man, a young king And blessings to friends that hold me down, for loving me More life to the fans, you changed my life, hey, And big ups to me, I never give up I just wanna win, win, in this life of sin, sin Every other day I gotta win, win so hard I make a sin Oh my boy, just wanna win while I could come me, me Every other day I gotta win 
When so hard I make a scene. That album is fire. From top to bottom, that the album is amazing. He's going on tour. He'll be in Boston. Mm -hmm. You trying to go? Let's do it. He's fake. (laughs) He's always doing things without me. He be having all these. Yeah. You know, you're a superstar. I'm a square. Ah, come on, cut it out. Anyways, that was that was past me the Oz. Um, Christina, do we? I threw you off my bad Um, Christina do we have any announcements Yes the only announcement is a selfish Announcement if you have not already Heard I am having an event called The Function it's a hip hop game show Come on if you ain't know you you, It's going to be best to find out It's going to be borderline amazing um, And you're going to miss it if you don't go So tickets will go on sale This Thursday it's going to be at Crib 1070 North Main Street In Providence Rhode Island from 7 to 11 show up on white people time so that you can enjoy this show in its entirety and last week i gave out the theme in this 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 week and this week i will give out the contestants Mm -hmm. so the contestants i still don't have a drum roll sound after all these weeks needing it I'm terrible with sounds. Crazy. It sounds like a fucking no, uh, Mack truck. I don't know. <laughs> like a flat tire. There, that's better. This is much better. The contestants this time around is going to be Cooch. Hey. Shout out to the Don Cooch and it's Sound Cooch. from Complex Ambition. So, oh, Ooh, that's we're a gonna great. have that's a good duel. Yes, two we're gonna have. They know their shit. They know their shit. That. We have two music. Heads going head to head with the thing with the theme being Little Wayne, mm. so you know that's their that's their guy, the the their generation's guy. So that's gonna be very this is fun. competition at this point because they yeah. I'm very sure they know this shit and they're gonna be comp. I'm excited for it because uh, I feel like they're competitive guys, so that's mm-hmm. gonna be fun. And shout out to Chris Fame who's gonna be helping me. He's basically the producer at this point because. Nice. He really is the guy pushing all the buttons and looking out for my cues. So I would not choose any other DJ but you, Chris Fame, because you do an amazing job. And I am excited. Thank you to the Stay Stay Silent family, the whole crib family, for taking my event into consideration. And Jay reached out to me. He was like, yo, I think this would be really dope at crib. You know, you know he's just crazy? like, whatever about wow. everything. Remember that conversation we had when I was like, yo. That would be dope if he did this at crib. Yeah, and look and at look that. Full it. circle, full circle. That's how this, circle. But, but you know some this always happens. Yeah. We'll talk to you somebody or talk it. amongst each other, and it happens. That's how it happens. So now I just need y'all to come, because I got the shit, and it's popping, and it's fire. But is it fire if no one sees it? Did the tree fall if no one heard it? So come wow. through to the function. It's going to be a good time. Shakespeare in the building. <laughs> I am an English major. Uh, there's going to be vendors, <laughs> entertainment, music, drinks, come through. And I'm going to have seats this time around so you can sit down. It's going to be real showy feel. But you could also stand around and look cool. I know niggas love to do that, too. Oh, my God, I'm dead. And, yeah, April 28th, 7 p.m. at Crib. Be there or be a square like Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Also, on April 20th, I'll be hosting This Is Our World All Ages Local yes. Event. We got some young stars. And when I mean young stars, like they are so good and it's all ages. So where? Um, this is gonna be at the revival. 
Okay. Sorry. Yes. Another twentieth. Yes, and it's gonna be so excited. I. Who, who's on that ticket? We have Young Swayze. We have Alex Blue. We have. Yeah, I heard Swayze. about Young Swayze. Young Swayze is that boy. Is <laughs> <laughs> that your boy? <laughs> Drop a sixteen. Dad. She pulled up. No, he he, how he performs that energy, man. And these are all just young people, young kids, and it's just like amazing. When you say young, you mean like eighteen, nineteen? Younger. Really? We got young. We got people like, um, I think the youngest is 14. Wow. But these are people who are like got songs on TikTok. Like mm. they are going viral right now. Mm. Like, And we got uh, Lex Phoenix, Jeremy. We got RJ. We got Alex the Blue, CZO, Ellie, Jelly the Dawn, Young Swayze, Ray Trill, and Jay Pimpin. And um, these are all artists that we need to be tapping into because right. they're going to be the one running the show for yeah, us. next up. And they're the ones that got the passion, the hustle for it. Mm. And I, I'm i glad we're going to bring attention towards them because yes. they need it. And a lot of young artists over here, we don't, we know. You said our that's circle, what day that is? Um, April, April 20th. What day? This, what day of the week is that's that? That's on a uh, one. That's Let me check. next week, right? That's the week after. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, it is. It is it's next week, but like yeah, yeah. towards the end. Yep, yep, yep. It's like Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday. Word. I got to try to make it out to that. Yeah, it's going to be lit. Um, I feel like a lot of young kids don't have any outlets, especially young artists. And But there's not much to do now. Mm-hmm. The days, like, what are we, what are we, what are we, what are we what where kids are going to? What are they doing? They're when we was young, we had teen nights. We had stuff to do. Oh like, they don't really have many outlets. We were so embarrassing. No, it wasn't. We was lit. We was, we was out there lit. with our tight Charlotte Russe dresses in the cold. I've been out. seeing that I'm, meme going around. <laughs> if we stick together that makes body heat and it'll be warmer it's and everybody's struggling in it their heels. standing in line to a club oh my gosh i yeah. never had to wait in line oh we barely me. waited she's looking at she's like we definitely now waited. we now, now we going through a back door Oof, uh, i definitely don't wait now nah, she's djing the party now I'm she saying. get paid i'm saying <laughs> anyway um, let's go around giving some social me's again. Our yeah. guests, party with Rami. Party with Rami on all socials. Um, follow me. Lo que viene grande. Y lo que está para mí, no me lo quita nadie. Period. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Christina says C R I S T I N A underscore. No, sorry. I fucked up my whole shit. C R I S T I N A S E V underscore. Not Christine, not Tina. Anything but those two things. And you can follow me on Instagram and you can follow the function at T H E F U N C T I O N 401. The function on Instagram. Be there April 28, 7 p.m. Not You can follow me at the real Rubens PBD. I am not spelling that in RCAM imaging yes, on sir. Instagram. Check me out. Check my workout. You can follow me at it's Debbie B I T S D E B B Y. Be. And I'm getting into my creative director, creative director bag. Okay, so, I'm scared of you. I love. I've been into making my own little, you know, photo shoots, home instos, photo shoots. So mm. um, I'm gonna see a little bit more of that. Let's Okay, so we're gonna talk about to, that next week. I have to go pack. Yes, dr tomorrow in the morning. Yeah. So okay. when I come back, hopefully I can make it to your joint. I'm gonna be like ten shades darker. Una mami, preparing say. Yeah. 
Damn, I'm jealous. But yes, thank you to Rami for coming through. This love, is love. Spark Up Podcast. Where am I? Spark Up. I'm tired myself now. You got me thinking about the bed. Spark Up <laughs> Podcast, episode 145. I want to give a special thank you to Deb. <laughs> Debbie B. And the B is for Big Stepper. Because she's out here. Ow. Thank you for being on the Spark Up Podcast again. It's a pleasure. Again, again, You're getting again. some good feedback. Really? Yes, you are. The people love and Bands is out here in the clubs doing his thing. Watch out for him, you know. As a square, but he a real one, you heard? He's a square, but he's pulling up with the cam, you feel me? The flyest square out here. I'm just doing my art. Okay. If it's square, he there, you heard? Yes, but if you are not subscribed to this episode, to this podcast, not this episode, please do so now. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anger, Spotify, anywhere that you find a motherfucking podcast, you can find this one. And that is a wrap. Thank you. And tune in next week. We got another special guest next week. Peace. And come through and find out who that is. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe, bitch.